a solar eclipse. The cosmic ballet goes on. Does anyone want to switch seats? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the spock it on. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's a club. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love the uh, the actual monorail guy himself. Yeah, when he yeah, just skips he's... town halfway through. <laughs> I've told monorails to Brockway, North Haverbrook, and yeah, Ogdenville, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. And if and by and God, I put... put them on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode thirty-one of Don't Spoil the Ending. Yay! Extravaganza. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we're doing The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. I'm Joe. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Nick. Cool. And I'm Joe again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do after that final pause. There's like a pause after whoever last introduces themselves, and yeah. then everyone looks at me and it's like, "I'm Joe." I'm, mm. Like you're um, left hangy. Like, yep. yep, yep. To me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Um, yeah. So we're going to do the Simpsons movie this week. We've watched a few of the. Uh, what what would you say most favorite episodes? I'd say so. Yeah, Homer's like, Enemy, Cape Fear, they're, they're yeah. my two favorite. Yeah, I, I watched the monorail one as well. Mad versus monorail. That's right. Yep. Yep. I think I, I watched uh, Homer hits the bat as well. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Cover some Simpsons in a bit. Um, should we cover what we've done recently? Yeah, can do. I mean, personally, I'm I'm a bit boring again this week. Not done too much. Yeah. Don't know about you guys. Um, not not so much. I've I've been moving around, like not well. I've, everyone's always literally, moving around, <laughs> but I'm I'm moving, so I've not had much time for much. I like that. I move around a lot. I used to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did play Borderlands game. Uh, should we start with games? Should we just jump? Yeah, I can do. Yeah. Before we do, I I want to know about your uh, your hatred for Pizza Hut. We were talking oh, about oh, it yes. off the pod, and I'm quite curious as to okay. why. Hatred's probably a strong word. Okay, your, your dislike of. Well, I was going to say, like, what's our favourite pizza establishment? Because mine, mine's Domino's. You know what? I'm going to go Pizza Hut. Domino's is up there, but Pizza Hut Deep Pan, the best. I'm with you, Joe. I'm on the Domino's side. Yeah, I think it goes Domino's and then Papa John's and then Pizza Oof. Hut. See, it's it's the, 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 the final two are reversed for me there. Yeah. Papa John's... Uh, uh, comes last. Well, we, yeah, same here. But we're not even going into like restaurants though, because I'd put Prezzo and Ask above both of those. They're pizza. Oh god, I would put oh, them. No, yeah, I'd put, put them like the below bottom. everything ever. <laughs> Let's um, keep it on takeaways then. For, 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 for pizza, I, like I don't, I don't want a, a small skinny thing with a drizzle of oil yeah, over. Oily it. pizza. Yeah. Yeah, loads of chili oil. Oh no. Oh god. A no. leg in the middle. No. Nah, come on. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, I, yeah, coming to my dislike for Pizza Hut, I've had Pizza Hut delivery and each time I've had it, I've not liked the crust, right? It's just not. Oh, well, have you been getting like a standard pizza? No, I've, I got the expensive like five cheese one or whatever they do. Oh, it no, just sorry. tasted like burnt cheese. The crust, because the crust comes with a garlic, the standard crust comes with a garlic coating and I hate it. Like, that's why I get deep pan. It doesn't have right. that crust on it. See, like I've had Pizza Hut in, <coughs> in Pizza Hut. Yep. And it was really good. But takeaway, now I'd rather go Domino's. It is a bit hit and miss. It can be a bit dodgy, can't it? Pizza Hut takeaway. But on the whole, I think it's really good. Mm. You need to get uh, in contact with John's contact. Is it Jed or something? Uh, ben or Glenn, I think it is. Ben Jed, or- Ben or Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> right. We think it's Ben. Uh, top bloke, sound guy. Pizza Hut. Uh, Pizza Hut delivery guy. 
he gets his 50% off at Pizza Hut when we do the, the work orders and stuff. Have you just, is he allowed to do that? Yeah, I think so. It's a corporate, <laughs> corporate thing, yeah. Right, okay. But yeah, he proper like spun it to us like, yeah, boys, we will. Like, I, think, I think me and Ben, went, was it me and you or me and Ben went down to get the pizza? So like, yeah, boys, we go 50% off next order. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cheers, Ben or Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, Ben or Glenn or whoever. Yeah. Jared, Jared, whatever. Hey, I'll give Ben a shout or Glenn. I'll give him a shout out because he was having a UFC fight last weekend. I told, oh, you, yeah. told you about this, didn't I? He uh, dropped off some pizza at work the other week. Sorry, it, yeah, by UFC fight. UFC fight. Sanctioned uh, like as UFC or just an MMA fight. Yeah, yeah. Dana White authorised this, yep. Right, uh, okay. He dropped the pizza off at work. And he's like me, he's a big guy. A bit bigger than me. Uh, and he was saying that he's trying to lose some weight and stuff, trying to get fit. So he was doing a bit of cage fighting at the weekend. Yeah. And I think that was me and Ben at the time. We were downstairs. Ben, different Ben. This <laughs> The we different were, Glenn. The different Glenn. <laughs> Me and Ben were thinking, like, surely there's easier ways to get fit than cage fighting. <laughs> Don't start there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it won't be UFC, though. No, sorry, it's not UFC, but it's a cage fight. Right, okay. <laughs> yep. I didn't, I didn't know how seriously to take you. Um, yeah, there so, was a big cage fighting thing in Liverpool. Yeah, well, uh, there's a big like thing in Warrington about it, isn't there? Uh, Rampage Jackson, was it? He used to live in Warrington like seven or eight years ago. I think his gym's in Witness. Is it Witness? I think, yeah, I think it was in Witness. And then uh, there's a couple of people who've trained in Witness, yeah. which is nearby to where we live. I remember a lot of people at work back then saying like, oh, I spotted, is it Quint- Quinton Rampage Jackson? What's his first name again? Quint. Quint. Well, I, Quinton. I mean, I like me MMA, but I don't know. I, I just know it was Rampage Jackson. Well, he played Mr. Quentin's, T. Quentin's. Quentin Rampage Quentin's Jackson. very, not very a fightery name, is it? Yeah. Why, why it's called himself Rampage. Yeah. It's something like that. But he played uh, Mr. T in the A. The a yeah, yeah, yeah. The A team. The Triple A team. A team yeah. film. Yeah. I'm forgetting everything tonight. <laughs> in the A team film, he played Mr. T. And uh, people would spot him in Tesco in town. and be like, oh, so Rampage Jackson last night. Right. Just a very surreal moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still going with Domino's, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like Domino's is my, definitely my favourite takeaway. Yeah, it's it's just the uh, like remortgaging your house for a pizza. That <laughs> yeah. I'm not down for. That's you know. true. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I'll, I'll I'll go for the little uh, the little uh, you know businesses, the little one, the little guy <laughs> to get a game to. All right, <laughs> well, let's move on from pizza. Um, <laughs> Yeah, should we have, should we just move on to games straight for? Yes, yeah, straight away. Yeah, can do. Um, I'll just cover the one I've played recently. Uh, Borderlands, uh, tale well, Tales of Borderlands, episode one. That's, that's the. Sorry, what's the company that makes that? Uh, telltale. Telltale. Yeah, okay. so yeah. that's I really I'm really enjoying that. It's got quite a lot of humor in it, so it's it's a funny game. It's it's set out like every other Telltale game ever. Um, <laughs> I bring it up because I think Telltale are laying off a lot of staff at the moment. So they've laid off a lot of staff, and what oh, they right. what they're trying to do is make the studio studio smaller, but making better games. When like maybe looking at the tech that they're using mm-hmm. um, to sort of improve their games, because those games, as good as some of them are, in my opinion, they need improving. Um, so yeah, they're they're laying off a lot of people, but yeah. that Borderlands one predates most of them. You know, like Game of Thrones. It came after Walking Dead, I think. But yeah, it's one of the early yeah. ones, isn't it? Yeah, but it's Walking Dead one of the earliest ones at all. Yeah, it? but yeah. I'd say I'd say this this one looks better than the Game of Thrones one because it's set. It, it's just after it, though, isn't it? I think it's before. 
I've I think I'm sure. before. I actually think it came just after it. It's like you, you say it's uh, quite an early one, but it's not as uh, old as you actually well, we're think. Gonna f- I'm going to fact check this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you should do. Stall. But like, yeah, while you're doing that. Stall for time. <laughs> but like, because like, I'm thinking like, um, what was it? Um, uh, Wolf Among Us. That's like oh, yeah. one of the first ones, wasn't it? I think that came after Walking Dead. But Did it actually? I think so. I mean, it was early though. It was one of the early I, I ones. I thought that was one of the earliest ones because I know, uh, I think... Uh, the, the I feel like... Can I back, guess what back, the years Back are? from the Future is like definitely one of the first ones. Yeah, that was PS3 though. And uh, so was Jurassic Park, wasn't it? Yep. Can I guess, Sergio, what the years are? I'm, yeah, well, there you go. I've got, I've got a list of them now. I'll get it on record here. I think Walking Dead was 2012. Uh, I think Back to the Future was either 2011 maybe or right, similar. Yeah, right. God, I've got I've got a full list, so I think it's got all the other ones like Back to the Future on it. So we'll yep. ignore them and we'll start off with Walking Dead was when I think twenty twelve. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, I think Wolf Among Us twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. Oh. Four, well, it ended in twenty fourteen. Right. Okay. You can have that. Uh, what else is the Borderlands? Uh, Walking Dead season two was twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. I think fourteen. Borderlands was 2015. Borderlands was 2014 to 2015. Oh, well, okay. Game of Thrones. 20, uh, oh, 2014? 2014. Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones started a month after and ended a month after Borderlands. So technically, Nick, I was right. <laughs> um, I said Game of I, I said Walking Dead, not Game of Thrones. I said I said the tape. <laughs> Go back I, and check the tape. I, I said <laughs> it was after Walking Dead, not Game of Thrones. Uh, I'd say, I'd say this this one looks better than the Game of Thrones one because it's set. It, it's just after it, though, isn't it? I think it's before. Walking Dead season two, then Borderlands, then Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's I, all. I, it's I, just I, a Greek. I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, Minecraft twenty fifteen. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, what I was trying to say was that that game, the actual Borderlands one, they must obviously they've they've got the art to pull from anyway. Like the styles already yeah. there. They don't have to make a style up for it but that game looks great like it looks better than the walking dead games it looks better than the game of thrones game like what what style do you call that because it's 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 cell shaded -shaded, uh, it's it's like clearly drawn isn't it like it's 2d 3d in it but it's a weird and i mean that's funny because they get that style from the actual borderlands game itself don't yeah you know that's why it looks great like the game looks amazing it's 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 stylistically really good um yeah yeah i recommend it It's, it's really funny I mean, that's why the Wolf Among Us looks great as well, because it's that cartoon panel style to it and stuff, and cartoon yeah. characters. Yeah, it just fits the Telltale eth- uh, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's an aesthetic, isn't it? But what yeah. I like with the Borderlands one is it's got real music in it. From obviously most games do, but like this has got like licensed music in it as well, which is probably came you know from Telltale putting more money into it. Yeah, but it's it's also got all the little. Borderlands has these little moments, you know, when a boss appears and they'll like sort of jump out in their own character screen and it'll just it'll be a little flash of the person and like yeah, a stand like of music. Like an intro yeah. scene almost. It's got all that in it as well. And like, it just, yeah. it just, it takes the right elements from Borderlands and puts them into that game. So I recommend that. Am I correct in thinking that this was free a number of months ago? Yes. Well, yeah. I was thinking this. I was, I, I was, I'm like, I'm sure I didn't pay for this. Why have I got, why have I got yeah. this? But it's been free on both Xbox One and PS4, so I've got it on both things now. All right. And I'm like, oh, did I buy this? But I didn't, <laughs> I, it was just free on both and mm. on different months. Like, like when when it was free that <coughs> month, like several people actually told me, like, oh, have you downloaded um, Tales of Borderlands? Yeah, I was like, oh, I've not no. Um, like loads of people told me, like, 
play this game it's an amazing game you need to play this game so it's uh, it you're the, probably like the seventh person <laughs> that has recommended it to me i don't know why i've not done it yet. see I've, I've played borderlands one and i enjoyed it and liked what it was but i never finished it and i got bored of it but this is making me bored of borderlands um, <laughs> this is this is maybe one by the handsome jack collection which is the sequel and the pre-sequel yeah like, well, i actually I'll... want to play them now after playing this game that has nothing really to do with it well, I was thinking that the that version is like eight pound at the moment on P- on the PlayStation Store. All oh, right, yeah. Is that an offer? Yeah, I was literally looking at it the other day. Thinking, I'm expecting that eight to be... quid. You get three games there for eight quid. You yeah, know, I'm expecting that to be free though soon. That's the thing. I'm I'm reluctant now to buy anything because I think within a month or two it might turn up free. And then yeah, I'm like, like, oh, like I bought this already. What's <laughs> like the Metal Gear one? Like that was yeah. a shock because that <coughs> that shouldn't be free. I mean, like I said, I bought that Metal Gear one. Uh, I, I, I think it was only like a quid or something. It was very cheap anyway. So I was like, I'm fucking, I'm not missing out on that. And it becomes free. I thought, are you joking? <laughs> yeah. Just one final thing on that. I'm always interested to know, like, I think Gearbox did Borderlands, the actual game. Yeah. I just wonder how much involvement Gearbox have with the Telltale game, if any at all. I, uh, I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. it feels like it has a decent amount of input. Because the Game of Thrones, that like that game had did a H- lot of input from Game of Thrones. HBO yeah. have, like, a big... Him. Yeah, like when you finish the Game of Thrones game, you get you get voiceovers from all the actors. Like yeah, all the actors true. and actresses are in the Game of Thrones game. True, yeah. um, and it's, just, yeah. it's the same with you know. I, I assume Borderlands has got a similar like, connection. Did does AMC have any input on the walk? I mean, it's not actually part of the same. U- well, it is. Ah, well, but, but it's yeah. like Glenn's in it, but it's not the same. At- the funny thing is, oh, that, yeah. that's yeah. the comic universe, isn't it? I think yeah, the Walking Dead, not the TV show universe. Yeah. So it's a bit different, isn't it? That's weird. That one, isn't yeah. It? What about like the likes of uh, the other one, you know, uh, Jurassic Park and stuff? Does Steven Spielberg have any input? <laughs> no, judging by the game, I don't think any, anyone, anyone anyone was involved with that. I don't think <laughs> that was one of the worst ones that the Jurassic Park. Uh, the, yeah, uh, John, did you have some more games to go over? Yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, just some VR stuff first, if that's okay. Right. Uh, been playing Eve Gunjack online. It's two pound ninety nine at the moment on offer for two ninety nine. You can't complain. It's yeah. got like three, four, five hours of gameplay in there. Just a great sci-fi shooter. Uh, you control your targeting reticule with the VR headsets. You actually look around to look at what you want to shoot at. Yeah. And it just feels great. You know, like it's basically Space Invaders, but in VR kind of thing. I mean, you feel ill at all? Not at all, no. Because you're not actually moving. You're like in a gun turret. Ah. And there's just ships flying around in front of you. And you've just got to pick them off. But, I always thought they'd be the best VR games. You know, yeah. the ones where you have to just be stationary and you can just look around. So, like, driving games, flying games. Yeah, well, I'm finding that, like, uh, Sneaky Bears is exactly the same, only with two ice cream cone controllers. But you just stay in one spot. It's like a shooting gallery. You're just shooting the things. But it works perfectly for VR. For two ninety nine. it's, you know, a lot, a lot of people were a bit sniffy about the game when it came out. But, like I say, for three quid, I've got more than three quid's worth of <laughs> enjoyment out mm. of it. So I'd definitely recommend that while it's on offer. Uh, and the other VR game is Trapmania Turbo. Been playing oh, that, loads of that, that again. That would be good in VR. It's amazing. It's so good. I can't. I can't explain how good this game is in VR. Uh, there's like 40 tracks designed just for VR, and yeah, it's great. Like roller coaster rides kind of thing. Oh, is that what it is? Roller coasters. No, no, it's a racing game. But literally, the tracks that you do, they call certain tracks wall riders, and you have to literally ride up a wall, and it'll just fire you into the sky to like hit another wall hanging in in, in the sky. Then like you turn around and come back down again, and it just makes you feel like sick when you play. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Trapmania has always been able to do that. Like yeah. the, the, there's a, the one I got onto Trapmania with a few years ago was called Trapmania Nations, and it was just 
a free version of Trackmania on. Uh, I think it was Steam. It was on, and yeah, it was just it was it was a time trial based thing, and you just pick what country you want to drive the car of, and you go onto these servers, and it was everything was a bit janky. Nothing was like official. You'd have all these weird little things going on, but you'd have all these cu- <laughs> all these custom maps as well. So you would go and do all these insane maps where all you have to do is go forward, yeah. just accelerate, and you'll just do this insane track because people have figured out exactly where the drops are and where the jumps finish off and built a track around that. It's pretty insane what some people have been able to do on track. Yeah, um, it's a great game. Like, I'm really into it. Uh yeah, and in VR, like I, I had a Thursday off work, so I thought I'm going to spend an hour on, on Track Media Turbo, and then got on FIFA for the rest of the day in a Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, but I ended up just playing Track Media Turbo all day in VR. It was like <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah. <laughs> definitely recommend that. You can get it like quite cheap now, for like ten fifteen quid. Well, if you've got a VR headset, stuff. I, I feel like you've sold it to me already. I, I think I'm probably going to purchase that. In the, you in should definitely. It was on offer the other month for like eleven ninety nine. Uh, I think it's back up to like thirty quid on on the store. That is. But you can buy an actual disc copy for like 10, 15 quid in most places. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll lend it if you want. You can, you can lend it, give, give it a go and see what you think. I'm, I'm thinking, like, you've, I think you've pretty much sold it to me there. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued at least, anyway. I mean, as with everything, like, the novelty wears off after a bit. But the first time you do one of these massive jumps in VR, you, you, like, your stomach's in your mouth kind of thing. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> but yeah, uh, loved that. And oh, they're the two VR games, aren't they? Mm. Uh, played a. a Quick bit of Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. I absolutely love it, but I'm going to spend more time next week talking about that because I've only literally played like two hours so far and it's pretty much the same as what I played on the beta. So, right. Battlefront 2, is this the Star Wars? One? Star Wars Battlefront 2, yeah. The 10 hour trials out on EA Access now. So, is, is this only just being released? It's out on Tuesday for the pre order edition, then it's I, out next Friday. My, my, my timeline with these Battlefront games is just, I swear it came out like a year ago. Was that Battlefront 1? Battlefront 1 was two years ago, yeah. Honestly, I thought this one came out already. Battlefront <laughs> 2 was like, not, not so much announced, but they showed a lot of footage of that at the last E3. Yeah, like that's they, right. They spent a good 15, 20 minutes just showing gameplay footage for it. And you two guys are big fans of The League, that TV show. Yeah. You mentioned on the E3 thing that... The Shiva. Uh, the Shiva is the main female character in the game, yeah. so... And then, like, I've, I don't know if I'm completely wrong here, but was that game supposed to have, like, a one-player like a one player game mode on it's it? It's got a campaign. The, the old, the first game didn't have a campaign, and yeah. everyone complained, so they've put a campaign in this one, yeah. Right, okay. Which I'm not bothered about, which the online yeah. I care about, but... I'd, I'd be bothered about a campaign mode, but... Yeah. I, I hadn't heard the, the good things about it, to be honest. Yeah, that's the thing it'll probably feel a bit like an afterthought yeah, yeah. Uh, but the online so far has been great but I'll, I'll do a full review next week if you guys are cool with that go into that when the other uh, full game's out cool. uh, the only other thing I've got is oh Fortnite online shooter game I, I wanted to mention I mean I've, I've not played it myself but have you played it yet or? yeah I played it last night for oh, a few you? hours uh, and it, it is great but I think Joe's going to be a bit peed I'm, I'm Totally like preempting your response here, but I think you'll be a bit peed off about Fortnite. Okay. Have, do you know anything about it? Uh, is it no? Free, it's a free to play online shooter. Okay. You, all right. All right. I, let's let's see the moment that you think I'm going to drop off. Free I think to play. Good. Realization is going to set in with you at good. some point here. Online shooter. Loot boxes. It's free to play. It's on online shooter. Hundred player battle mm. royale. Right. So you get. Just- Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd get on that. <laughs> it's yeah, literally yeah. a PS4 console version. I think the Xbox One's got it as well, but 
it's a, the, the beat the play were known battlegrounds to the punch by getting the console version out before they do yeah okay. uh, and everyone's just saying it, it's good it's a great game but it's just play one known battlegrounds <laughs> like yeah, literally they just ripped it off kind of thing yeah like I'd, I'd, I'd heard that people were attempting to it's not so much ripping it off it's the fact that you know it's, it's a game mode it's the, the same concept kind of thing like uh, yeah. there was something going on I think it was Destiny where Destiny have got a mode a mode that is is similar to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds oh really I didn't know that oh, I think it's Destiny or it, well Destiny 2 just come out so it could be that like yeah oh, is it that or is it un- mm. Destiny or what's the other big sci-fi shooter recently? Oh, I don't know, but I think you could be right with Destiny. Uh, (laughs) I think it's Destiny, but apparently, like, there's a mode in that which is very similar to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and there's a bit, a bit of a problem there because one of them helped the other one. Ah, right. They've ended up just going and making their own mode, which was. Yeah. Kind of like, well, why are you trying to step on our thing? But at the end of the day, you can't copyright a game mode. Yeah, that's like, it. Like people a... will jump on board, won't they? It's just the fact they've beat them to the punch by getting the console yeah. version out before they have. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it is great though. That's the thing. Like, but, this, but like, player unknowns battlegrounds aren't even the first people to to do a mode like this. They're just they're the ones where it really caught fire for. Yeah, they've honed it kind of thing. Yeah, so. and even then, it, like the games, the games janky as fuck. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not like. Well, Fortnite's still in development. You can pay like £32 for a full version of it now, but they right. make it clear that this isn't the finished game. The finished game will be out next year kind of thing. Yeah, so. okay. But, well, it's uh, interesting, that, though. It's great. I mean, just the idea of it, you get dropped into a huge map. You don't see anyone for like 10 minutes of the game because you're just going around like, just like crafting stuff just trying to get the it's best weapons just, available. Yeah. On the off chance you do see with someone, you shit your pants. They're going, I've not got any weapons ready. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's a really tense game. It's so funny hearing you explain that. And like, I know you haven't like played or watched or seen any player unknowns battleground. Yeah. What you just said then, it's just it's that's the exactly selling. the same feeling. That's like. the selling point for player yeah. unknowns battleground. You start off in the map, you parachute in. You can see other people parachuting in. Yeah. And you're like, so you're oh. trying to avoid everyone and just yeah, go yeah. to your own little corner. So you, you go you go looting and you try and find try and find yourself a good backpack so you can carry more stuff. Yeah. Try and find yourself a good gun or like a gun to start off with. And you can find armor and helmets and stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's just the fact if you die, you're dead kind of thing. Yeah, You've just invested it. like 20 minutes getting to this point. You don't want to die. So it's a shooter game where if you spot someone in the distance, you don't want to go and kill them. No, yeah. <laughs> Let someone else take care of him. I'll just hide for another bit of it. Does, does the map get smaller and smaller on Fortnite? Yeah. All right. Well, it's so, just a rip off. Exactly the same. <laughs> it's a big storm thing. And every like every 90 seconds, it closes in. So eventually, like you're in just one house, about five, you're just packed yeah, in there trying to kill each other. Exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it is great though that's the thing yeah, yeah. it's a winning formula at least at least the 2017 game formula that's really worked is that and yeah. it's probably going to be like that next year player unknowns battlegrounds not even out yet it comes out on the 22nd of december on xbox it, one only i think but then well but this is what i mean it's not even officially out on pc yeah it's still like being it's, uh, developed it's, yeah. it's in like alpha or beta and it's like I, I don't know how you can define game releases anymore when you can release a game and just say, oh, look, this is pre-alpha release, whatever. Yeah. And you've got millions of people playing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're like, well, well it's just out, innit? Like, yeah. Fortnite's not officially a full game yet, but it's got 20 million players online. It's, like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. It's like, just insane. But it is great. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to have to look at It's a total that. rip-off, but it's free to play. Well, that's it. I I've, I can't play PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds at the moment, and it's not out on PS4, yeah. so... Why not just jump on that? Give it a try. It's like a halfway house kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it won't be long until they start bringing loot crates out. Yeah. Which just... They already have. <laughs> have they already done that? Well, There's already like uh, microtransactions in there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. On their player and on Battlegrounds, they've got a few that are um, based on outfits for Battle Royale. 
So you know, there's like oh, a yellow tracksuit that is yeah. like very battle royale. You you can get one of them in the in the in the loot crates. But the 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 point on that is that you can only get one piece of it. So you can get either the top or the bottom half of the tracksuit. Right. So you've just got to keep spending money, money until <laughs> until you get it. But the 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 mental part of that is, if you did get a full tracksuit and you started a game and you were one of the first people to die, you can just get that tracksuit looted off you by the next person. Yeah, you just like, lose it straight away. Well, you lose it on that game. You obviously get to keep it. But yeah. It just means that someone else can wear your tracksuit. It's running around with your costume. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've, you've paid good money for. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think us three get on that. You can play like team modes in it as well. So you yeah, can yeah. team up with people. Like I, th- I think that'd be amazing. Like on player unknown Battleground. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm up for that. I think we should organise that. Yeah, sounds I'm, cool. I'm up for this. Like. Yeah. All right, let's do that then. Yep. And that's me done for games. Um, oh, you're looking I'm, at me <laughs> look at you I've covered my games I've, I've got only one game I've played I think I mentioned it last week but I hadn't played it at that point um, Deadpool Deadpool the game I've played that mm. is this the dead wacky one I mean it's, well, dead, it's, dead, it's Deadpool so what do you is expect? this the one from uh, maybe what four or five years ago yeah they brought it out on the PS3 mm. then when the film came out they brought it out on PS4 mm. With better graphics and stuff. Yeah, this one where he's like riding unicorns around and stuff, isn't it? I mean, spoilers. I've not got that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't played. It. I've just seen the trailer. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely not asked about spoilers, but no, um, well, you uh, can spoil Deadpool, can you? It's just, <laughs> just loads of random stuff. But um, no, like I, I played it. I bought it because um, John told me about um, how it's like four pound on PlayStation Four, yeah. and I was like, and off for four pound forty nine. So, so I was like, I might as well. It's, it's not expensive at all. to buy it pre-owned it's still like 20 pound in town so it's, it's worth yeah. for £4.49 it's definitely, definitely worth it worth. I mean I, I, I had a great lot of fun it's just it's just a bit of a beat em up in it oh is that what you call them beat em up oh, yeah like a third person slash em ups <laughs> kind of like a devil may cry not totally like that but that, yeah. that style of game kind of you just thing get to it. you just get get to slash a load of people and hack and slash hack and yeah, slash, yeah yeah so yeah. it's a marvel hack and slash style game it's amazing and, and obviously it's got all the uh um, fourth wall breaky my bobby stuff yeah and, and it's it's a great lot of fun to be honest i really, really the trailer looks really funny i'm not gonna lie I'm, it, I'm, I'm a deadpool fan well like what it was it's like um the the whole concept is that like deadpool in the game is designing the game that you're playing so um like you're playing it and then like after you've done the first level you get like a phone call no so you don't get a phone call you you call like the person like the manager or something who's made the game who's making the game and you say like <laughs> you say like um after the first level basically you're in this weird little doom like a like isometric view kind of thing and, and you call him and go like, what the fuck's going on here? And he goes, I told you not to blow all the money on all the explosions in the first level. <laughs> and and like, I, I found that quite amusing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's a fun little game. I'll, I'll probably try and complete that this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's about all. I mean, I, um, that's all I wanted to talk about with that. But I, like because of the, uh, the subject of the entire episode, I wanted to talk about my memories of... Some Simpsons games. Oh, yeah. The best part of this is that some of these games were not very good, but I have such fond memories of them. I mean, there's only like, like, there's two of like distant memories, but obviously there was like a Simpsons tapped out game, which is still going now, which I played a few years ago. I've not really got many memories of that, to be fair. I just remember placing buildings and and clicking stuff every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) See, I am. I never played Hit and Run because uh, 
yeah, I, that was one I actually didn't play. But I never played that. I played Simpsons Wrestling. I played that on PS1. Which, if you go back and look at that now, looks awful. Oh, it does look <laughs> awful, but it was such a fun game. Yeah, um, I remember the best character on that game was Ned, because Ned had basically two lives. He had a, his, I can't remember if you he, did a special move like when you die or his special move was this, but... Didn't he just pray and God brought him back or something? Yeah, yeah like if, if I'm remembering this correctly, a big shining light comes down on him when he's died and brings him back to full health. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what? <laughs> I, I, honestly, like as a kid, like I don't even think I ever beat everyone on that game. I don't think I ever did, you know. Yeah. Um, but like I remember getting to uh, Mr. Burns and... And he's basically just on the out on the outline of the thing, throwing like potion, like acid, acid <laughs> yeah, in, are, yeah. in the ring at you while you you're fighting Smithers. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I can't even remember some of the other people you fought, but there was Bumblebee Man. You, you fought Bumblebee Man. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't even remember. I can't remember some of them. But like, I I I had so much fun on that as a kid. I I I smashed that game. That was probably one of my most played games on the PS One. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I played a lot of uh, Simpsons Road Rage. That was the crazy taxi version of The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, that's probably my favorite Simpsons game. Um, yeah. yeah, that was good because you could unlock a lot of like different cars and everything. So one of Homer's unlockable cars was, you know, the one he designed for his brother. Where it was the oh god the awful car yeah yeah uh, it was called the Homer I think Danny um, DeVito was his brother yes he was yeah. <laughs> it's the bit where he's he's designing that car and they're all asking him like oh what what do you want to do here? and he, he just comes up with these crazy ideas yeah such so as having a separate so one of the one of the scientists offers an idea of having a separate bubble pod for his kids <laughs> so the kids <laughs> are not in the same place as him um, yeah so you can go, you can unlock that car. You could, yeah, Mr. Plow, that was on there. Oh, right. There was, there was loads. Like, I think Barney had a Mr. Plow as well. Yeah. Well, not a Mr. Plow, but, you know. He was like Plow King, one of your Plow King, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that was probably my favourite Simpsons game. I, I could still remember the map for that. That's how much I played that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got a couple, like the Simpsons arcade game. I don't know if you guys played that. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't even think about going that far. Yeah, the four-player beat em up. It was basically like Konami made it. Or Konami, as you call it. Uh, yeah, Konami made it, and it was exactly the same as the Turtles arcade game, but just repainted <laughs> re, re with Simpsons characters yeah. kind of thing. Four-player, uh, sad scroll and beat them up, but that was amazing. And uh, on the very first one I remember was uh, Bart v. the Space Mutants. I was on just the... about to bring that up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, well, I remember begging my mum to buy me that on the NES. And it was like 50 quid. So I got the Amstrad version for like a fiver instead. <laughs> Played it on the Amstrad. But it, it wasn't even that good a game. It's just the fact it was The Simpsons. Like, I mean, you know. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but like, I have a very early memory of playing a Simpsons game where it's a side-scroller. Platformer. And and, and you, you, you're basically bar on, on a skateboard. Yeah, that sounds like it. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah like, you were fighting alien, well, space mutants, weren't you? But the hook of it was you could go into the phone box and phone Mo and it'd show little speech bubbles of like, you know, different jokes to tell <laughs> yeah. Mo. And that was all you did when you played it. I was like, yep, yeah, FOMO again. <laughs> yeah, I, pl I played it on the Mega Drive. I remember I played the first level hundreds of times and I just couldn't really I'd get past that. I was the same. I only ever played the first level where you FOMO and I never did anything. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, no, like, what you would do is you'd go around and you'd spray the um, spray things. And stuff. Oh, is it, you spray them red or you spray them pink? I, I think it was red. I think you've got to spray the pink stuff red. Yeah. Um. So you go through town doing that. And it, I remember it being dead hard. I don't know whether it was just because I was a kid, but mm. 
I only ever got to like the second on the third level maybe a few times. But I remember there was a few hats and you had to like collect people's hats and things. Yeah, but, I, I, I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it, I just remember it being insanely hard for a child. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Well, a lot of games were back then. Yeah. Like the old NES, like Mega Man and stuff was notorious for being just ridiculously hard. How mm. kids ever finished those games, <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah. yeah. That was back before you could save your game and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yep. Yeah. But uh, just one, one last one. There was a game called Bart vs. the World as well, which was a sequel to the Space Mutants one. Right. But I never played that. I always wanted to, and just never got around to playing it. Might need to uh, have a look that. for an emulator yeah, online, maybe, <laughs> to uh, give that a go. <laughs> See, I'm wondering if one of these is what I play. Because I, I, I remember, like, you'd be on a skateboard, like, let's say, side-scrolling. <laughs> And uh, like you'd, you'd have to jump over like a homeless man or something on the floor. It does sound like Space Mutants. Is, is that you're, what they want? You're on like the street pavement yeah. going along and you'd go to like Moe's be in the background and you could go into the phone box and phone Moe. See, I, I don't, remember, I don't remember that bit. I don't remember ever calling Mo. Right. But um, I do remember scrolling down and jumping over homeless people and bins and stuff. Yeah, yeah that Dave's definitely the same game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember doing all that. It was, and they keep off the grass sign. You can go on the grass and get chased off. I actually yeah. do remember that, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just funny, like looking at that back back then. All the marketing was about Bart in nineteen eighty nine. They didn't realise that like Homer was the star yeah. yet. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they yeah. hadn't got to that point, kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe me. Bart was the the hook for games, though. Yeah, maybe because kids in it. Kids because it was like all oh, so. kids play games. Yeah, like, marked it with Bart. I'd have definitely much rather played Homer be the space person. <laughs> 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 that would be good. <laughs> and then yeah. like the the future games was kind of like Homer in the. Uh, Hit and run and yeah. stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, mm. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. All right, should we move on to films? We like I haven't watched any this week, so I've got nothing. But yeah, John, I, do you? I've got one. I won't take too long on it. Uh, I know Nick's watched this. Uh, King Arthur watched yeah. it this week for the first time. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie film. I'm quite a fan of Guy Ritchie. He's known as a bit of a Tarantino rip-off merchant, but he's still. I mean, I like Tarantino that much that. It's not as good as Tarantino, but the fact that he tries to do the same thing, I quite like that. That you know, I think it works. Uh, but yeah, I actually enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, when it came out, everyone was panning it, saying it was garbage, incoherent, and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I really got into it. Uh, it's like a fantasy version of King Arthur. But I, mean, I suppose it is like a fable, isn't it? You know, mm. like a legend. But like this giant, like three hundred foot elephant that's in it and stuff. <laughs> And the film ends with like a, a giant, like a hundred foot python and stuff like that. Like, and it's just like, oh, this is mental. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Charlie Hunnam's not amazing in it. It's the kind of actor I think Charlie Hunnam where you can see his bag of tricks when he's acting. Like he has like a couple of things that he does. Just plays the cool, cocky guy. You can't tell if he's English or American. You know, like he's just kind of the handsome guy who, you know, to, to get the females in kind of thing. But he, he's okay, you know, he's not, not terrible. David Beckham? David Beckham's got a great little cameo in it. Charlie Hunnam, Charlie Hunnam. This is, right. What year was this film? The, the summer. Was it? Yeah, yeah. the summer, yeah. Big blockbuster film this summer. That, that just, oh, I've missed this one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's just like a Bond. I, you saying David Beckham then, I thought this film just got time stamped at like 2006 or something. Oh, like, no, yeah. Just... just because what was that? What was the what was the golden? No, what was that free kick film? Oh, bend it like Beckham. Yeah, they, well, that, was, that was named after him. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, I missed I missed this King Arthur film. Yeah, there's a scene where uh, Charlie Hunnam, King Arthur, comes up to try and lift the sword out of the stone, and there's like a, a sentry guy watching him, and Charlie Hunnam's like, "Where do you want me?" 
But David Beckham was like, where do you think I want you? Bouncing on my knee? Hands <laughs> on the hilt, stupid. <laughs> did he... It's not great. <laughs> I was going to say, did he just play David Beckham? Yeah. It doesn't try to, but he does end up just playing David Beckham. Yeah. Uh, but... Just moaning about charity and stuff. Right? Yeah, probably, yeah. I'm going to go back... <laughs> Take that gold away from the peasants. I'm going to go back to Catherine Jenkins. <laughs> She's probably on coke, that stupid, <laughs> stupid care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... Uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's got a weird fantasy feel to it, but I love the action in it. I know, I know you weren't a fan, Nick, but it feels like the Matrix when he uses Excalibur. It goes into this like weird, like Matrixy, like he's just tearing people apart with a sword. But yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, King Arthur, like the Matrix. That's, yeah, just like the Matrix. Put that on the, yeah. put that on the movie. Fights two hundred foot elephants. I, 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 I found it just boring if I'm honest with you oh, I, I just got really bored very quickly with this film <laughs> it just kept on surprising me where, where it was going and like the editing in it Guy Ritchie does the whole Tarantino editing where I mentioned to Nick in the week there's a scene where they plan to send Charlie Hunnam to the Darklands to train mm. and uh, Jimon Hunsu was like he's not going to the Darklands under no circumstances are we sending him to the Darklands then it just cuts them on the boat and it's going welcome to the Darklands <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that just stuff like that you know weird editing and stuff but yeah, uh, yeah I really enjoyed it 4.5 out of 5 oh, that's one, of the, one of the it might make a reappearance in my top 5 of the year oh. yeah. <laughs> Nick what, what would you give that film out of? definitely not 4.5 out of 5 <laughs> I don't know, I'm going for about a two. <laughs> <laughs> and on the spot two from Nick there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, just really pleasant surprise. Really enjoyed it. And uh, we'll come back to it in our year-end review podcast. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. Are, we do, are we doing a year in, in review? Yeah, I'm, oh, up I'm, I'm up for a year in review. Yeah, um, we'll do. We'll talk about that off the pod, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our admin off the pod. Uh, all right, we've got no other films, have we? No. Should we move on to TV? Has anybody got any TV that's not Simpsons? Because I have. I've not. Have you, Nick? No. I've not watched no. fucking anything. We'll, should, we'll do that. Well, I'll do my little bit then. Yeah, cool. Um, well, I say TV. Japanese um, TV. Uh, wrestling. <laughs> so I'm going to spend the next two minutes talking about wrestling. <laughs> have you seen that Chris Jericho's fighting at Wrestle Kingdom 12, um, which is New Japan Wrestling's WrestleMania? Well, I've perked up a bit. I'm quite a fan of uh, Y2J. Yeah. Is he not still in WWE? Uh, no. He's not under contract anymore, no. No, he's uh, oh, he's no, obviously no. he's on he's on good terms with them, but he's he's just went and doing he's doing a match with the other big Canadian wrestler, which is Kenny Omega, who I've mentioned on this show before. Yeah. Them two have been having a bit of back and forth on Twitter, but it's obviously all just been background promo work for uh, for that. But yeah, it came out. Uh, Jericho appeared on a big screen in New Japan, basically challenging for the title. Oh, right. um, he's well, not the big title, but it's one of the, it's one of the, the main ones. Well, I'm such a big fan of Y2J. I didn't even know he'd left WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho's doing a, a cruise next year. Have you heard about this? No. Have you heard about this? <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, 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 it's probably just called the Jericho Cruise, but you know he does metal and he does wrestling as well. There's a cruise happening next year towards the end of the year so it's it's this they're organized this a year in advance and it's basically like a few days where chris jericho's almost like the captain of the ship and you can get tickets on the cruise oh my god I, this sounds amazing, amazing. To me, <laughs> yeah where it sounds cool. it's basically just going to be rock music and wrestling for the entire cruise like they're just gonna have nights of wrestling and rock oh. music but the people they've been signing up to go on the on the actual cruise They've been getting the biggest independent wrestling names to appear on it. So, like, Cody Rhodes, he's one of the biggest names at the moment. I remember Cody Rhodes. Is he the son of Dustin Rhodes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, he... Well, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty um, Rhodes, sorry. Yeah, Dustin's the... The, the other son. Gold Dust, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
he's currently Ring of Honor champion. He's appearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Young Bucks, which are the biggest thing other than Kenny Omega outside of WWE, in my opinion. Uh, they've both announced that they're going to be on it. Apparently, Jericho went to WWE, you know, basically saying, I want to do this cruise. Give me the NXT roster and let me take them and we can like, we'll do we'll do a good show, we'll make loads of money. And they were like, no. <laughs> so he went and spoke with Ring of Honor and they were like, yeah, you can use some of our people. So yeah, and then you imagine he's going to have his metal band on one night. Like, it just sounds great. That does imagine, sound like fun. <laughs> just imagine going on a cruise and just all the entertainment is either wrestling or rock music. I'm yeah. well up for that. Y2J is the captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, happy with that. Yeah, so that's my that's my wrestling update. Just a quick one. Any more updates on the Vince McMahon movie? No, I've not seen Nothing any. Else, no, no. no. Well, I've I've not been keeping up too much with the wrestling recently. Although recent uh, last weekend or over the last sort of week, I've caught up with about twenty five episodes of Botchamania. So <laughs> I'm up to date on what's been going wrong <laughs> over the past few months. But, um, have we yeah. mentioned Botchamania before? I don't think we have. Because like, you've got me watching. I don't know if you've watched any of it, Nick, in work. No, no, no. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> you can watch that without being a wrestling fan. Like, yeah. It's, I've watched it, and I, I basically watched from January this year, because I've not watched much wrestling other than the Rumble and WrestleMania. But I watched every Botchamania episode that's been released since January, and yeah. like I've caught right up. And just watching all this stuff that's gone on. It's it's laugh out loud funny with Botchamania. Just seeing. I remember stuff. you show, telling me about it in work and getting me to watch an episode, and I was just howling, laughing yeah. on lunch, just watching it. There. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> there's, um, there's been all sorts going on with TNA, which is the other company. Well, not the other company. They used to be the number two company, but they like they've dropped right off. They got took over by the Jeff Jarrett's other thing, like called GFW Global Force Wrestling, oh, yeah. and then they're now being gone rebranded to Impact, which is like TNA's other thing, but. Nobody seems to have updated the belts. So the belt, the the it's basically the GFW belt as the main belt. But on the main plate, it almost looks like there's a metal sticker over it that says oh. Impact, right? But they've not changed the side plates. So they've right. still got the old wrong side plates on. And it's just just stuff like that that you don't normally pick up on. But if you watch Botchamania or follow it on Facebook... You see all this mad stuff. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just some some of the best stuff you'll like ever see is on that. It just makes it sound really welfare. The fact that they're just like rebranding these belts with just <laughs> yeah. put a sticker on it for now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Billy Corgan's setting up a wrestling organization as well, Smashing Pumpkins. Really? Yeah. Have you not heard about that? He tried no. to he, he tried to get a part of TNA. I didn't even know he liked wrestling. Yeah, Billy Corgan's a massive wrestling <laughs> fan. So he he tried to get take a part of TNA like over the last like couple of years. Right. But he ended up falling out with them and there was this big legal battle. But yeah, he, I think he's basically on about either starting his own company up or he might have already done it by now or he right. might have took over one of the other smaller companies and he's trying to build it up into his own thing. Because he's obviously got money. Yep. He's, you know, smashing pumpkins. Yeah, they were big black like, 10 years, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. so... I just love the idea of Vince McMahon's main competition being Billy Corrigan. <laughs> Billy Corgan. Is it Corgan? Yeah. Are you you're a big Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, yeah, I love him. I love Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> big fan. Smashing Pumpkins, Y2J. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's my <sighs> occasional wrestling update. <laughs> no, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'll have another one in January probably. <laughs> yeah. Rumble. Well, well, the Rumble and Wrestle Kingdom 12 is January, so... 
I'll, I'll have I'll have the updates in John. Just one last thing. You don't care about Survivor Series, do you? No, not at all. No, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I used to when it was like a four-man elimination thing, but now it's just nothing. I barely even care about SummerSlam these days because <clears> like that, you know, it's not... Yeah. It's it, literally my calendar for wrestling is, for WWE at least, it's the Rumble and Mania. WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the Raw after WrestleMania. That's literally it. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's 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 move away from my wrestling. Um, Simpsons. Before, sorry, I know I said I didn't have anything to mention, but while you were talking about that, I realised I did. I was supposed to bring up last week. I just didn't. Okay. Uh, David Attenborough's um, Blue Planet 2. Oh, Oh my god! Like the man, the mystery. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the man, the mystery, <laughs> the man. <laughs> you know, you, you you know what I'm about though. Blue yeah. Planet Two, like just watch it. It's amazing. Blue Planet One is one of my favorite TV series. If that's um, one of your favorite, watch this because obviously nowadays, what is it twenty years on? Yeah. Um, f- it's twenty years. Oh, I don't know. It's the first Blue Planet. I, I, I don't actually know, to be honest. I, okay. I might just have made that number up in my head. Right. But, um, but, like, they've got a lot more technology now, so, like, they're able to go, like, a lot deeper down. And, like, some of the things you see is just mental. Yeah. Like, did you watch uh, Planet Earth 2? I've uh, got... Uh, no, I've got the first Planet Earth and... Fro- is it Frozen Earth? Oh, was that, that one? what the one? Earth one was called? No. There, was, there was a couple, like... Um, I've got them on Blu-ray. I've watched them. I didn't watch Planet Earth 2, though. As, as good as it is, I just haven't watched Planet it. Planet Earth 2 is amazing. Are they well, all going to be on iPlayer? I think, well, um, Blue Planet definitely is. Okay. At the moment. But, like, um, the first two episodes have aired um, this Sunday at uh, 9 o'clock? Don't quote me on that. But this Sunday, anyway, um, that'll be on, mm-hmm. um, on BBC. Um, it's so good. Like, I... I <sighs> I could I could watch hours and hours of of that type of thing. Like, it, I mean, you don't mind if a spoil just a scene. It's, I say spoil. It's it's, it's <laughs> spoilers. It's, this happens in real life. <laughs> this happens in real life. Yeah. But um, basically, like there's this one scene, like it blew my mind. There's these uh, dolphins being chased by these what they called uh, fake uh, killer whales. Orcas. No, no. Or orcas. The, 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 they're not orcas. Um, th- these are actually called fake killer whales. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they're chasing these dolphins, and then all of a sudden these dolphins turn around, just get, just start having a fucking play about with the the, the whales. Apparently, they were old mates that just like, <laughs> that, like, like every like like decade or something, they just like meet meet up in there, and and have a play. Go, go for yeah. a drink. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it was. They were all like, uh, Bob. <laughs> no, honestly, like it's so amazing. Like I. I it blows my mind every time I see it. And, and just to hear <clears throat> David Attenborough's voice, just... It, it, oh, yeah, he's national it, treasure, David uh, Attenborough. Like, yeah, like he needs to be on my £20 note today. My my only issue I've ever had with these programmes is, like, I remember being heartbroken when I was younger, um, probably a bit more impressionable, didn't, didn't know how the world worked. Yeah. And read that some of the scenes are not as they seem. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so like there was one where they were showing, I think I might get all of the actual facts wrong of this, but it was like they had polar bears. And I remember this. They showed them on the frozen earth and then it showed them having two cubs 
But the Cubs, it showed the uh, the birth incident, and that was the birth was actually yeah. It was in it was it was different bears in captivity yeah. in a zoo, and oh, really? they just they, they just edited that in, and it happened with Blue Planet Two as well. Some of the scenes weren't actually filmed. Like I mean, I don't. I mean, you might be right, but um, at the end of uh, the episode now, like for both Planet Earth Two and Blue Planet Two, they've got. They've actually got they, they, like it's kind of a behind the scenes bit. At the yeah, end. they they always did that. They, they're they're really interesting. Yeah, they basically show you how like they recorded it kind of thing. So. Yeah, it, some of them though they've they've done in in an environment. I don't think there's many. But I mean, some of like, them in an environment where they've been able to not manufacture it. But David Amber actually came out and he's been quoted on it recently, basically saying, "Look, we we stand by the 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 way we've done some of these scenes because it's still natural. It's still mm. this is the only way we could have got some of this footage." Yeah. Which you have to sort of. No, fair with. enough. But like, mm. like, save for episode two of Blue Planet Two. Now, you, you, some of those scenes are just impossible to ever create, like, without it being in nature. Because like, they went so deep, like, so far down, uh, like, um, they could not have possibly built a thing big enough to yeah. house these creatures. It's ridiculous. Like some of the things they had, like, yeah. like they have like um, these fishes so far down that like. Like you might have seen it like on Facebook or something, I don't know, but like the 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 skulls are uh, transparent. Like oh, right. you can just see the brains through the <laughs> top of the heads. Yeah. Purely because there's that far down that um they, they they need to see through the top of the heads to see if any predators are coming. Right. And and it's just some weird and there's this other one where they've got saltwater lakes at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, I was. Do you know what you you've mentioned that, and I don't know if it's going to be similar. But one of my favorite moments on I was either Planet Earth or Blue Planet. They showed a cave, and it was basically the point where seawater meets salt water. And if you're like underneath the seawater, and you go up, you feel like you've just come out of the water because there's like oh, a separation yeah. of the I've water. Heard about this. Yeah, and like if you went to take off your your like breathing equipment, you just breathe in the salt water because you're still in water. You're just in a different density of water but yeah. you can't tell from underneath mm. so it's like you get through one barrier of water and you're still underwater so you have to keep going up mm. to go to the next layer yeah like some of that those shots like of that it's just insane so i imagine it's similar I, with yeah i don't think it's anything like it if i'm honest okay but you're, not... saying, you're saying like lakes at the bottom well, of the ocean. It, what it was it, like the, he called it brine right and which is obviously what they put uh like um tuna and tuna stuff, and stuff in in tins but um it's it's at the bottom of the ocean it's literally a lake underneath the water it's and, similar and, 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 the, and these uh and like eels were like like going into it trying to find food in it and they'd actually go mad these eels would just go insane because of like they, they were they were, they were uh, exposed to it for that long it was actually mental like these eels were coming out and go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah it, it was a mad scene to see but um no, I, I definitely, I definitely need to get on that. I didn't realize it had restarted. Recently. Yeah, you should definitely watch Blue Planet too, because um, oh, the shots are amazing. Yeah, I love it. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be watching that. Um, got nothing else, have we? Until Simpsons. I'm all done. All done, mate. All right. Let's chat Simpsons then. In general, let's let's just move Woo-hoo. this. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Um, that wasn't my best Simpsons. <laughs> Can I, what's the best woohoo? Like a woohoo! No, that's, that's yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah. So, where should we start with the Simpsons? Where then? do we want to start? Can I jump into an episode straight off? Or uh, yeah, of course. Which one do you want, Cape Fear or 
Homer's enemy. I think save Homer's enemy till the end. Okay. Or at least, you know, the last of the episodes. Just because I think I think it's the best one. At least from recent memory. No, that's, that, that's, that's good my favourite. Yep. Uh, Cape Fear. We both watched this one, yeah. yeah. Cape Fear, where Sideshow Bob makes his comeback in Series 5 to try and finish what he started by killing Bo- uh, Bob. Killing Bart. <laughs> killing himself. <laughs> Back in Series 1. Uh the first thing you notice with this episode is there's no B-plot. Normally in Simpsons, they always have a B-plot. Like in Homer, Homer's Enemy, Bart's buying a warehouse just for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> this one doesn't have anything like that. It's just Bart trying to be killed by a sideshow Bob. Uh, I mean, I'll jump to do it. I've just got so many jokes from, the, from this episode to talk about. Uh, well, we'll go from the start. It opens with a clip of McBain doing like a live television audience show. And he comes out and makes a comment about how one of the uh, like the bass player is like, "Oh, nice, nice jacket, Kenny. You look like a homosexual." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Boo!" It's like, "Oh, maybe you're all homosexuals too." <laughs> it just ends there. <laughs> Speaking of McBain, I'll just jump oh, yeah. in. Um, <clears throat> I've I've spoke to John about this off the show, Nick, but I'm going to fill you in on it. Did you know all the scenes? Not all, probably not all, but a lot of the scenes for McBain. If you put them in order, they make a, a fully functioning act, like full film. Really? So, yeah, there's the, it, it's on YouTube, so you can just go and watch it. But basically, the Simpsons TV show has hidden a real film inside of a TV show. So if you stitch together all the McBain scenes, you get a fluid mini film. Really? Where, even though it's got your, the jokes in it that you laugh at when you're watching them. They all they're all part of the same story. Right? <laughs> so even the one where McBain is like having food and his his mate gets shot basically and <laughs> goes down and he's like, Mendoza like that. <laughs> and then a few scenes later, you see him with Mendoza. Like, and then he's he's like, you know, going after him. Yeah. Like, oh. Or the one where he's like, you know, in the ice statue. It's oh, like God. a statue of a woman. <laughs> and then you just see these massive like muscly arms just punch, punch out. The way out. <laughs> um, oh. And then the salmon puff thing. He goes. He goes. Would you like a salmon puff? And he goes, okay. And then he eats it. And then it just puffs into this like ball of gas. And it, and, <laughs> and then he's just been knocked out. But, yeah. oh, that's good. It's but yeah, it's a fully it's a full film basically. Oh. It's worth watching. It's on YouTube. Someone someone else has done the hard work of stitching it together. He is great, McBain, played by Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. legend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just going back to the episode, uh, Bart's been getting threatened by uh, Sideshow Bob and they're sending like threatening letters. And I love this bit where like in the hallway, Homer opens a letter. Was oh my God, someone's <laughs> trying to kill me. Oh no, wait, it's for Bart. She had his officer Bart. <laughs> and then when they're trying to work out who sent the letters, they've got them all laid out on the table. They're like, God, they're all written in blood apart from this one. And Homer's like, no, I sent that one. <laughs> Bart was annoying me. <laughs> this is the one where um, it says... Uh, Oh, is it, it's pretty, is it later in the episode where Bob's trying to explain the meaning of one of the letters? And it says, die, Bart, die. Oh, it's in, it's in court for his, uh, custody, his parole hearing. Yes. And uh, I love the lawyer who plays the lawyer for, for Sideshow Bob. It's like, uh, just the way he talks, you know, it's like, Sideshow Bob, so you, uh, you don't want to kill Bart, but why have you got die, Bart, die tattooed on your chest? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, wait, it's German for the Bart, the. <laughs> the Bart, the. And like one of the uh, one of the Joes is like, no one who speaks German can be evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did mention that Sideshow Bob's uh, obviously voiced by Kelsey oh, Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, yeah. One of 
one of the best voice actors in Simpsons, I think. Yeah, definitely. Know, doing that that character. Yeah, great actor. He was in uh, Cheers, he was in the Frasier. Mm. Mm. He was in the Expendables 3 for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> oh, what was his, what's Sergio what's Bob's brother called? Is it Cedric? Oh, uh, Cedric. Is he, it, he's the, the brother of yeah, Frasier, isn't he? He's like, Niles from Frasier, right. yeah. I really like that. It's a great little nod, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in the in the uh, the court scene where it's the parole hearing for Satchel Bob, uh, Chief Wiggum's on the stand saying, like, Satchel Bob has no decency. He called me Chief Piggum. And just everyone starts <laughs> laughing. It's like, oh, I finally get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was quite good. Uh, then it cuts to uh, where Satchel Bob's finally catching up with Bart in the cinema. Do you remember this at all? It's clearly a rip-off from Cape Fear. And... Uh, they're all, the, the Simpsons are trying to watch a nice film in the cinema and Satchel Bob's smoking a cigar behind them, just laughing obnoxiously. And Bart's going, that guy is, uh, sorry, Marge is going, that guy is so rude. And the camera pans over to home, has got an even bigger cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh, <clears throat> there's one bit where, again, Satchel Bob carries on his reign of terror, driving around the streets with a megaphone just saying, the following residents will not be killed by me. Mm. Ned Flanders, Maud Flanders, Homer, uh, Homer Simpson, Marge Simpson, Lisa Simpson, that little baby Simpson. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> and Homer runs in going, oh, Bart, did he hear you? Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, little 49ers reference, American football. Did he catch this, you guys? Where, oh, go on. Uh, Homer, they say, like, you can have a new identity because they're going on the run to hide out. And uh, Homer says, oh, can I be John Elway? And he has a little oh, dream yeah, sequence yeah. of uh, being John Elway playing for the, the Denver Broncos against my 49ers, my, my team, in the uh, Super Bowl final. Final. Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl final. <laughs> Super Bowl. <yeah. laughs> and uh, he scores a touchdown, and it's like, oh, there you go. John Elway with the last touchdown in the game. Final score, Denver 7, <laughs> San Francisco 56. <laughs> little joke on the fact that back then the 49ers won the Super Bowl every year and just just wiped out the, the Broncos like 15-0 every year. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, we go from there to... I loved all the references in this to, to like Hannibal and stuff. Like the amount of Hannibal references I've seen in this... Uh... What do you think so? It's mainly Cape Fear, really. The, well, uh... like, like in the... Uh, I think there's a nice... Cre- uh, no, there was a rare... A parade that went past. Oh yeah, and and, and that said Hannibal. Like, I think that actually said Hannibal on it. Oh no, that's Hannibal is in the the famous warlord Hannibal crossed the Alps with elephants. Oh, is that what it was? It's elephants, yeah. But the... um, like the place he was in as well. Um, Terror Lake. Uh, no, no, um, Bates Motel. Um, he was in Bates Motel when he was writing one of his letters. Oh right. So I I, I thought like these were all references to yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, they will be. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was good. The uh, they have a choice of places to go to, and it's like Screamville, Terror Lake. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And they go Screamville. He's got oh, I Screamville. They're like no Screamville. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> that that bit where they they're trying to redo their their identities and Homer oh. just cannot get it. It's, it's, yeah. It's and they're amazing. like, look, when I say hello, Mister Thompson, and stamp on your foot, <laughs> you say hi. It's like hello, Mister Thompson. Homer turns to the guy next to him and goes, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> the fact that they've got like a fag on the go and everything in the background, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> we pretty much uh, cut from there to the bit where, uh, oh, there's, there's one bit you mentioned about the elephants. I just love that scene where Sideshow Bob, this is a Cape Fear thing again, like he's clipped to the underside of a car and that's like a, a direct Cape, Cape Fear ripoff. And he drops off from the car and Bart's like, oh, Sideshow Bob, it's you trying to kill me. 
And it's like, what? There's no law against lying in the public street. And then the elephant is just walk out of nowhere. <laughs> Start crushing him. He's like, I'm not the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. Uh, just a couple of last things. They finally get on the houseboat to get away from Sideshow Bob. Uh, we mentioned in work the scene where Homer keeps barging in and scaring Bart. And it's oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. he finally comes in. Like He knows that Bart's on edge. And he comes in at the end and goes, uh, Bart, check out my new chainsaw and hockey mask. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the sideshow Bob thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was quite good. Uh, then after that, you put, oh, oh, one little scene where sideshow Bob's finally caught Bart and he's got the family all tied up and it cuts to the family. And they're all struggling to get free and Homer's like out for the count. Lisa's like, oh my God, dad's been drugged. Marge goes, no, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And, uh, yeah, finally, it finishes with Sideshow Bob doing the HMS Pinafore, the entire r- yeah. routine of the HMS Pinafore. And the uh, they only get caught because they float past the brothel and all the uh, police come out to arrest them. Thought <laughs> 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 well, that was quite good. And the fi- yeah. one of the final lines is where, like, Chief Wiggum finally catches them and uh, Bart says, take him away, boys. It's like, hey, that's my line. Bake him away, toys. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, Chief? <laughs> I uh, yeah okay are they the points for you for yeah that's everything yeah the... for me I don't know whether I've watched this episode one too many times because it used to be on BBC Two all the time yeah like it was always on like this isn't one of my favorite Simpsons episodes oh really no like, oh, I love this I like it but I I could probably if I rewatched the whole first what ten seasons of the Simpsons before it starts going down I'd say so yeah I'd like. If I watched every, all of those episodes, I could probably think about 10, 15 that would be better than this Drucken. one. Or at least, in my opinion, like what I like to watch. Um, but yeah, because th- there are funny moments and there are good moments. It's well written. It's it's obviously got the whole Cape Fear sort of Yeah, take angle. off thing. Um, but for me, like, I just, yeah. I've watched better episodes of oh, The Simpsons really? this week. I always love this one. Yeah. And the whole sad show Bob Rake thing when he's walking <laughs> yes. from yeah. Rake to Rake. Classic. Yeah. It's got some classic moments in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what are your thoughts on the episode then? As a whole. I mean I mean you, are you aware of my opinion on the Simpsons? No. That no. I'm not actually the biggest fan of it. You not. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, like four episodes in the movie. Yeah. Um past couple of days and I got one laugh out of the entire thing. Really? Yeah, oh. it was the most. Do you think Nick's from a different generation it, than me and you, John? It, it was. I don't know. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a laugh out of the end of the monorail episode. It was when Spock, um, like, so, um, someone said, some uh, Spock went, "Ah, oh, like, I've done exactly what I planned to do." And he went, "You didn't do anything." He went, "Oh, did I?" And just beamed <laughs> off, and I got a laugh out of that. And that was that was the entire. That was my only laugh out right, of the okay. entire thing. Right. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll towards the end. Let we'll come on to what. The Simpsons actually means to us because I think it probably means a different thing to the three of us. Yeah, I think it's regarded as like the best sitcom of all time, kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like to us, I think to everyone <laughs> apart from Nick, <laughs> I think it is I generally mean, regarded like, as like, like the best. Like, I was talking to my brother, I think it might be it might be like something to do with us though, because like I was talking to my brother the other day and he was like, oh, I've not heard about your podcast recently. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing The Simpsons this weekend, and he went, oh, yeah, don't really care much for The Simpsons. Um, so, so like both me and my brother have the same opinion, and I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if like, because as a kid, my mum never let, really let us watch any like adult cartoons kind of thing. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but hentai, it's what hentai. And <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like she considered like The Simpsons as like uh, adult cartoons, and 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like, see, I was watching. It, it, I was watching it, South Park at like seven or eight years old. That's what right. I mean. Like, I I was never allowed to watch any of this kind of thing. Um, so by the time like I was actually able to watch this kind of thing, like it was, I think they're probably into the shit era of uh, Simpsons. You know what I mean? Fair point then. Um, um, so I just I, I just don't have any good memories of these shows. So when, when yeah. I watch it now, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just a bit slow in it. How old are you now? You don't mind me asking. 27. 27. See, I'm 28, 29 next year. So we're not that, we're not that. There's, there's not a big gap. I, I genuinely think it's because of like the, the fact that we weren't, we just weren't watching it um, as a kid. Yeah. We, I've got, I've got no childhood memories of watching The Simpsons. Maybe it's like me with Star Wars. Cause I, I have no memories of Star Wars. Cause I, I never watched that as a kid. And as, as a result, I, I hate it as an adult. I mean, I don't know. I was like 18 when I first watched the Frank Grimes episode. You know what I mean? I was like, an adult when I was watching it. Yeah, but back then that was, that was, was, The Simpsons was good. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if I don't think it's a childhood thing. I don't think you have to like, watch as a kid to like it. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean like, like, it's, the the Frank Graham's episode, like you said, it it, it came out what, when you were 18? Is that what you said? Well, 97 I think it was, yeah. Right, so you'd have been about 26 by then. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I could, that could come out now and I'd think it's funny. But yeah. it's it's a case of like when well, all right, let's I'll talk about me growing up. When I was growing up, we would tape The Simpsons on BBC Two. Like we'd just tape. Yeah. It. Oh, was it BBC Two? It must have been. Must have been. Yeah, BBC Two. Like was it like half six was or something? straight after Ready six Steady o'clock. Cook? Six o'clock, and then at twenty five, <laughs> <laughs> it was Ready Steady Cook. Simpsons at six, and then Fresh Prince of Bel Air at twenty five exactly, past yeah. six. So, and then on Friday they'd do like a double bill of The Simpsons. I think that's why I remember them doing, but. Yeah, so I we taped it, and I remember having the old tapes, and we'd have like Simpsons one, or you'd have like videos, and we we had about Simpsons eight. That's how many videotapes we had, just taped of just Simpsons episodes. Yeah. So we just watched loads of it as a kid, and um, yeah, like me and my sister would watch it, and I've grown up with the Simpsons until I got to you know like teenagers, and then I was like, oh, Simpsons, I've watched that all, I'm, I'm yeah, done with yeah. the Simpsons. So as a teenager, I didn't watch any Simpsons, so. When the film came out in 2007, I had no interest in watching that film. So when you two, I was shocked by your reaction like a couple of weeks ago when I said I'd not seen the film and you two, you were like, what? <laughs> like you've not seen the Simpsons film. And like, I was so like, I was took aback by the reaction, but then I watched the film, which we'll go on to in a bit, but I'm not going to go into it yet, but I watched it. And then I was like, oh, that was good. Like, I'll, I'll go read about it. So I went and read about it. Saw it came out in 2007. And I was shocked that it came out that long ago. That's yeah, 10, ten years ten ago. Years ago. Yeah. Like in my head, that came out like three or four years ago. That. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's how little I've think, thought about The Simpsons for, right. for what, over a decade? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm the same. Like after the movie, I just lost interest kind of thing. But I lost, I lost, lost interest years before the movie mm. to the point where I just don't even, wasn't even recognizing The Simpsons. I was watching Family Guy and stuff. Which you're not a massive fan of, John? No. But no, like like we were talking about, like watching like adult cartoons and stuff as a kid. Like I I would sneak and watch South Park because it was on Channel Four, half ten. It's funny how you remember these exact times. <laughs> see, see, that's what I mean. If I was caught with my uh, TV on past nine o'clock, I was yeah, I was in shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd I'd sneak a few episodes of South Park in, and when you were a kid, like probably 9 10 11 that sort of thing south park you should not be watching at that age um but you'd watch that knowing that you weren't getting half the jokes because some of them were just dark um you just knew you weren't getting a lot of the references 
But you'd enjoy it because it was like, oh, look, animation. Like, that's how yeah. I always looked at it. And, and you'd enjoy it as a kid. But Simpsons was the one that I spent most of my time watching. And then Futurama when that came around. Which I watched, was yeah, I watched, I watched uh, yeah. Futurama. Like, I've, I've, I've watched every single episode of that, mm. like, several times. Like, I love Futurama. I think it, I, got, it, 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 I, I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've tried watching The Simpsons before and it bores me. I'm not going to lie. It actually bores me, like, a lot. Um, I, 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 can, I can kind of understand why people like it so much. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. I find that weird that you like Futurama and not The Simpsons. Because it's literally the same writing I think, scene, I think, same I think, comedy think, style. Yeah, I think, I think that probably uh, goes into the fact that I'm. I'm very much a sci-fi fan. Like that's probably more to do with that than the fact it's the same comedy style yeah. or anything. It's like the Simpsons in space. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I like the fact it's in space more than anything. But I mean, I don't like stuff like that about comedies. I just like whether it's funny or not. I don't care whether it's set, who's in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think that's it. But like, I, I, it's if it's good for me. If if it if it piques my interest, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll watch it. But. Simpsons just never did. It just never. I don't, maybe you just missed the boat on it, and then when I, something becomes like Star Wars for me, I missed the boat on it. I was like, I, I'm not interested in Star no, Wars. No, I'm the same with Star Wars. Like, I think I definitely missed the boat on that. I reckon if I was brought up on it, I'd have, I'd be as big a fan as you, John. But I'm just, I, I've definitely missed the boat on that one. I've got, I mean, I don't get that attitude though, like missing the boat. If something is good for me, it doesn't matter when I watch it. I'm gonna like it, kind of thing. I, I don't know, like whether it's, it's almost almost shallow of me saying this, or maybe it's maybe it's psychologically this is how people are at work. But I always like grew up like not watching Star Wars and <clears throat> not interested. And then when people go, "Oh, I love Star Wars," I'd be like, "I hate it," because I'd have to take you know the opposite approach to it. Yeah. And I wonder if that just ingrains in you over a few years to the point where now, if you said, "Oh yeah, do you want to watch Star Wars?" I'd be like, "No, no, I don't." You could say it's the best film ever. And I'd yeah. go, I'd start. I, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the best nine films ever. Like, no. that, that, that might be the same with me because, like, like I, I'd never really had an opinion of it, but people used to say to me, "Oh, you should definitely watch that. You like sci-fi. You'll like that." <laughs> and I've never seen it in my life, and I'd go, "Yeah, but that's not sci-fi. That's science fantasy. That I'm not into science fantasy." And and then I watched it one time, and I, I, I won't lie, I didn't hate the films. I just, I, I just weren't. I weren't like a big fan of it. I weren't, I weren't immediately a big fan of it. Um, so, but like that, I think that um, delves more into my interest rather than like the film itself. I think it's it's the way the culture like almost builds up around something. So like I would say, me and you, I, well, I think you like Family Guy, don't you? Nick? I do. Yeah. Like we we both can watch it and enjoy it. John over here doesn't yeah. like Family Guy. Never watched an episode. I mean, not properly. because of culture or anything. I, I can mean, literally go to an episode and say this is shit comedy. That is shit. That I mean, is shit. I, I wonder. It, I wonder if you watched episode one of Family Guy now, not knowing, not having heard of any of it. Yeah, I bet you you'd enjoy it. I guarantee. I will. I can't seen it. I, I will admit, like you say, we both like it. I, I, I'll go and say I liked it because that that lo that fell off the boat fucking years ago. That show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, gone like, down. Like. like 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 about this. Like I think it's somewhat season fifteen or something now. Like um, that. That fell off like season eight or something. But, they, but this, I think, I think a lot of cartoons for some reason just drop off. Yeah. South Park for me is the only one that's actually like South good. Park's got progressively yeah. better. But then, but then some people think that's got progressively worse. No. Some people <laughs> think, oh, you can only watch the first four seasons of South Park and then the rest of it's shit. Whereas, I don't know that 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 is really good now. So, but in, 
well, this, the, this the series. first four seasons, like. Oh no, so I think I think they're the weakest, if anything. Like, yeah, early on, like yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that's got better over the years. I like, mean, yeah. I can't think of any other cartoons that have gone on for so long that are still funny to me, because there have been a few mm. episodes for South Park where you're like, oh, this is just. Not yeah, they have to fill up episodes, don't they? Kind yeah. of thing and stuff. Yeah. Simpsons obviously went downhill, which, but I can't even speak for that. I'm just saying what other people have said because I've not even watched it since like 2000. Everybody says Simpsons has gone downhill. Everyone says Family Guy has gone down in like recent years. Yeah. Futurama stopped because like I think that, that was getting better than ever. And then they cancelled it. it Futurama like... went the same way. Family Guy though were follow me on this one. Like Family Guy got cancelled oh, and Futurama got cancelled. And then based on DVD sales, Family Guy ended up getting recommissioned. It was a similar thing for Futurama. It was like a cult sort of uprising almost, yeah, wanting more Futurama. Work. And they got like another season out of Futurama. And I think they were going to do another they, one. They, they did, did like four films as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did loads. And then it was like, right, we're done again with Futurama. It's finished. It's like people are going to keep going. Oh, I want Futurama back next year. I was going to say, I'm sure there was news this year where they were saying, we've, we've got all the, the original like, Don't do it. actors back. Don't do it. Just <laughs> yeah. just leave it. Like, I do do a film every 10 years. Do you know what I mean? But but with like uh, Family Guy and that, like, I, I, like I, I did enjoy like the first couple of seasons. The, there was some good songs and stuff in it that I enjoyed, but I don't know. Family Guy, um, not Family Guy, um, American Dad's, that was so much better for me. Like that was I so like much, American Dad. I think that was so much better than Family Guy. Um, I don't know. That, that's another obviously adult. But like they tried something else. They tried the Cleveland show. They tried to do a spin off of Family Guy and that just fucking died mm. after a season. Like it's not always going to be good, is it? No. No. I suppose like, Rick and Morty is the, the one these days people the are Rick and Morty is the one that everyone yeah, loves I've not days. watched it yet I've, I've watched a few episodes and it was it was fun I think you mentioned an episode where they go into someone and there's yeah, like a yeah homeless man and, yeah, yeah like, I, I've watched enough of that to know where it's funny like it is funny but you know you've it's for me, it's almost building up too much of a following where people think they're smarter because they watch Rick and Morty. Well, there's a lot of memes. I don't know if you've seen them on the Shire posting uh, page, but there's a lot of memes going around about how, like, oh, he watches Rick and Morty, his IQ's 160, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> That's, for me, it's like, it's we're in the age now of the internet and memes and stuff, and Rick yeah. and Morty taps into that. Not so much that it's just all about memes, because it's really not. It's just a normal TV show. But because it's, it's almost being, it's growing in this age mm. where the internet's much worse and much more horrible than it used to be, yeah. which I think is true. Like, you're going to get this where people are going to hate Rick and Morty because of Rick and Morty fans. Like, the, you know, the fans around something, yeah. people start hating it yeah, I without actually, ever seeing yeah. it. I, I actually can't remember, I can't remember what it is, but there's definitely been something in the past where I absolutely despise it purely because of the fans around it. It might be music, to be fair, but <laughs> just general music. <laughs> no, not just all music, but some some band I probably hate because of it. Yeah, like, they, they, but that's but that's just I think that's what the way people are wired. It's like when they see loads of people band together and start almost rubbing people's faces in it, going, "Oh, look, I watch Rick and Morty. I'm oh, that smart." Yeah. It's Harry Potter. Sorry, just oh. <laughs> it's the fans of Harry Potter. I don't I don't like Harry Potter because of the fans of Harry Potter. <laughs> talking about harry potter though it's like i was similar to that i was like oh harry potter pff, boring like i was like i'd watch one film but the fans just do my head in and then over the space of a week towards the end of last year they were all they were all on over a, a few weeks over christmas watched all the films and i've came out of that going i really like that harry potter like that, <laughs> that harry guy yeah like i really like those films they're good films see 
I I was a fan of I I've read the books twice. I, I I've read them like several times, and like I was what what you'd probably call a fan of Harry Potter. A pothead. <laughs> a pothead, yeah. I was probably what you'd call a pothead. <laughs> and um, and and then then fans just got in my head um of it, and I was like, that's such a crap fucking um series of films and books. What am I doing with my life? Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed the books twice. But but the fans have just turned me away from it. So I suppose yeah. the point of what we're saying is that fandoms can ruin something. They for definitely it. can. It, turn, it can turn yeah. everyone against it. They definitely can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Let's get back onto Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> quite quite the tangent. We we did go off a bit there, didn't we? Yeah, that was a bit. <laughs> uh, like like we've we've gone out. With... <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> let's, let's get off it. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get on to back on Simpsons. I want to talk about the monorail episode. Oh yeah. I think that. <clears throat> <coughs> I think that episode has got the best Simpsons song on it. Now, there's a few good Ooh. ones, so, like really good ones, classics. See My Vest? That's the best one for me. For, well, yeah, it's a classic one, definitely. <laughs> However, the monorail one, you, I don't think you can beat that. That's the... Uh, it's great. It's the one that most people, I reckon, know the word, all the words to. Yeah. All, you know, most of them. The ring fell off my pudding can. Take my pen knife, my good man. <laughs> uh, although I did, I did just get a word wrong there. The ring came off my pudding pan. Oh. Can can't even speak pudding pan. The I rip. could probably do the see my vest song all the way through. Go on then. See my vest, see my vest, made from real gorilla chest. See the sweater, there's no better than authentic Irish setter. See this hat, twas my cat. Evening wear, vampire bat. <laughs> These white slippers are albino, African endangered rhino. Grizzly bear underwear. <laughs> Turtlenecks, I've got my shirt. <laughs> but an array of poodle on my noodle is that. No, I've lost it there. No, I've lost that. You bit. Well, you were doing it in the style of William Shatner. Have you ever heard? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're William Shatner singing. singing, yeah. singing. Have you heard him doing the WWE themes? Oh, I've not heard that. Oh, it's amazing. He's, he's um, do you remember Ray Mysterio? Well, I'm just going to go onto this for a minute. But he, do you remember yeah. Ray Mysterio? It was like Booyaka Booyaka 619. Oh, I was thinking of oh, John Cena's, I was thinking of. <laughs> he did William Shatner did um, Ray Mysterious it was like Booyaka Booyaka 619 <laughs> or um, he did Triple H's as well which is you know it's time to play the game <laughs> and it's just William Shatner going it's time to play the game <laughs> it's just amazing but um, yeah like that. I don't think that song's as good as Monorail 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 <laughs> Like, <laughs> it is definitely good. <laughs> I'll give you that. When they're actually in the town hall and Marge obviously wants to fix Main Street because it's it's just oh, ruined, the potholes, yeah. potholes everywhere. And she yeah. says the reason for the potholes is because people are carrying too much weight and they've left chains on the tires, you know, when it's like been snowy or whatever. And then it just cuts to Homer <laughs> driving oh, his God, car yeah. with like a grand piano on the top of his um, car <laughs> with chains wrapped around his wheels. And he's like, woo, look at that pavement fly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just wrecking the street. Um, I gotta but- say, like, I know I said it was boring before, but like when I watched it, I didn't get any laughs, but like listening to you talk about it i'm 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 finding it so much more funny just like listening to you talk about it <laughs> honestly I'm, I'm i'm getting so many like i'm actually finding it hilarious hearing you talk about it but <laughs> watching it i just didn't i just didn't get it at oh all. it's it's the way that some of it gets said though it's it's great yeah it's the delivery and stuff in yeah. yeah all right so when they're in the town hall and they're trying to you know spend mr burns's money that he's been fined um 
Marge's idea of fixing Main Street. Grandpa Simpson pipes up because he's against the idea. Um, but he goes, we could spend all our money uh, fixing Main Street. And everyone, everyone's like, that's a great idea. And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we could fix all the potholes. And everyone starts cheering for it. Yeah, um, don't they carry him out on them? <laughs> 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 they're all cheering. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, fuck they just, just carry him out on, the, on, on their arms, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then obviously they decide to spend all the money on the monorail, which is where the great uh, song comes in. Yeah. Um, Leonard Nimoy is good in it. I've, I yeah, have a bit about Leonard Nimoy. Leonard. We have got. I've got a bit about Leonard Nimoy to do. Like, we have got that cameo, and like, like I love that cameo. <clears throat> like, like I say, I'm not the biggest fan of the Simpsons, but I, I enjoyed that cameo in it. The thing with Leonard Nimoy being on it, um, have you heard that they pitched the idea of him actually, you know, teleporting away at the end in Star Trek fashion? They pitched the idea to Matt Groening, like we want him to do this at the end of the episode not thinking he'd buy it because he didn't like anything that was outside of the whole... At the time, he didn't like anything outside of the Simpsons. The reality of the show kind of Yeah, thing, like, yeah. Um, and they thought he he wouldn't buy it, but he was like, no, it's funny. <laughs> we'll, we'll have that in there. Because he was playing... He, Leonard Nimoy was playing Spock. He was, yeah. In the show. So right, he, right. He, he, he was playing yeah. Spock, so they borrowed the Star Trek lore and they, they allowed that to happen yeah i can say that bit actually made me laugh and like yeah like that gave me a giggle because like obviously i think some he says to someone's like ah oh, um I, i've i've completed my mission and some guy turns around and goes you've not actually done anything it's like oh did i <laughs> and he just beams <laughs> off i, was, yeah. I actually giggled a lot that made yeah me laugh. <laughs> I, I i thought he was he was a definitely definitely a credit to the episode <laughs> definitely yeah um yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on the monorail one because we've got one other episode in the film to talk about and yeah. this next episode we're going to talk Before about... Before we go off the monorail, yeah. I just want to... Like, there was one other bit which made me giggle a bit and it was okay. uh, um, the guy that, like, sold the monorail to them. He's um, <laughs> about to fly off and Lisa says to him, like, like oh, why don't you come and have a, a ride on the monorail? And and he, and he says, um, he says, oh, no, I've got to go. He's like, oh, it, it only takes a minute. He's like... My flight's in less than a minute. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. Uh, and I like Homer's costume as well. Quite snazzy. It's very, yeah, very Star Wars. Yeah. It? It's, it's very heavily based on the Star Wars. It's got a cape. Is, is it the Imperial uniform, that? I don't think so. It's just a... What is it? Is it yeah. it's, no, it's supposed to be Star Wars, like, based on that. Yeah. Um, got a snazzy cape and stuff. And, yeah. Are you sure it's yeah. not... All right, is it not one of those, like, little lackeys or something in uh, the Death be. Star? Is, is right? I, that's what I felt. That's I what, know that's it's a Star I, Wars yeah. based costume. I thought, I thought it was one of those lackeys that um, stand in the uh, stormtrooper. No, no, no. The, uh, the the humans which are like in the uh, docking bay. Um, I, feel, I feel like it's one black of black outfit, black cap. Yeah, very, very Nazi. Was it black? I thought it was white. No, he's got like a black black, black outfit on. Oh, black maybe it is then. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was like one of those guys in the docking bay. Oh, yeah. of Star Wars. I, I think it is. I mean, that's what the connection is. Um, Right, I want to move on to Homer's Enemy, which is yep. a recent memory, my favourite Simpsons episode, uh, because there's just so much in it. It's the just the premise of the entire thing's just yeah, it is amazing. Have you got notes, John? You've yeah, just to it? mention before we got onto it, Nick will know what I'm talking about. I spent like the last year in work trying to turn Cassie into Frank Grimes, pretty much. <laughs> Winded her up, driving her mad. Yeah, yeah. she left before. Uh, Got to the final stage, but <laughs> <laughs> you, had so your, you had your impact. Yeah. I mean, 
are you are you saying that you were essentially trying to push Cassie into killing herself? I'm not saying. I'm not <laughs> saying that. But, <laughs> but it was a very Frank Grimes kind of relationship. Yeah, it, 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 it was very much um, the like I, I like you've said this before, and I only watched this episode for the first time yesterday. And, and I was watching it and going, yeah, this is definitely what um, John was going for with Cassie. <laughs> There's a bit of Jono in here as well, actually. Jono, we mentioned before, uh, mm. been on the show a few times. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, where Homer, at one point, Homer walks in and he just starts going, what was it now? Uh, Take me down to the ball game. Just starts wandering around. I do that with Jono quite a lot. Truck his bag, <laughs> see what food he's got and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Jono's the next victim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's quite good. But uh, should we just go through the notes in yeah, order? Or? Yeah, yeah. We'll start off with, uh, we actually have a B-plot in this one, which is mm. Bart buying a warehouse, mm. which is just mental. <laughs> yeah. But it does tie into the A-plot later. For a book, if I, if I recall. For a book, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> I, I love that auction, though. Yeah, the auction just, guy. There's a few auction people in there, and then just nobody's buying it, and Bart's like, a book. <laughs> he's like, a book of here. <laughs> 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 a book, blah. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. Uh, I'm going to pick up with, we've already met Frank Grimes, the established that he's got like, he just struggles for everything in life kind of thing. It wasn't the abandoned at like the age of four age or something. Age of four, yep. And, uh, and, and he basically had to, he yeah, got no bl- school. <laughs> yeah, he had no school. He got blew, blew up by a silo explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> he got showed just in his hospital bed, just like... <laughs> like he had to learn to feel pain again yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he so got a job good. as a child delivering presents to more privileged children yeah. oh, it's, it's just amazing um, but we'll pick it up where like Mr Burns is giving him a job but he gets bored of him straight away well he, he basically is watching a video of him like it's like one of those heartwarming videos that we see on like Facebook these days and he's like, and he's like I want this guy this guy's inspirational he's like a self-made man like me Yeah. and then like um, I want him to be my new vice president <laughs> he sends Smithers off to get him, doesn't he? And yeah. Smithers comes back, and then and, and he's like, uh, "Oh no, he doesn't come back." Before he goes, actually, I think he's like, "I think it's one day." Uh, he, he, he watches. He sees a dog, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, "I want this as my vice president." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Well, that's all well and good, but what about Frank Grimes?" And he's like, "Yeah, put him somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> but did you notice the dog's actually there later on? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> not excited, didn't he? He's actually vice president with a little cloak. <laughs> <on. Yeah. laughs> that, that was at the funeral, wasn't it? It was the bit where the wall gets burnt down and it's like who did this my beautiful wall oh god yeah and the yeah, dog, yeah, the dog's yeah. with him <laughs> that's amazing is, 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 that the, is that the funeral as well the dog? Yeah. yeah oh it's so yeah. good we'll pick it up with a bit where we meet Frank Grimes he meets Homer he's not impressed with Homer but he comes into the lunch room and Homer's just eating his special diabetic lunch <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Simpson that's my special diabetic lunch it's like oh I'm sorry <laughs> it's, like, it's clearly marked please be more careful next time so he gives it we eat a bit more of it and gives it back to him. Frank Grimes bins it and then Homer goes in the bin to try <laughs> to get it out of the bin. That's it's, amazing. It's that it's the moment where every time he looks back, Homer's just not doing it. But yeah. every time he turns his back, he's just trying to get into the bin again. Yeah, it squeaks a little bit closer. <laughs> uh, the next bit is the bit where Homer just wanders into his office and uh, Frank Grimes is like, Simpson, I'd appreciate it if you were stayed at my office. It's like, boy, I've had a nickel every time, every time I heard that. <laughs> Just start singing randomly, taking out to the ball game. Yeah. And uh, Frank Grimes is like, Simpson, you've got a 513. 
Homer just looks at his watch. He's like, no, no, Simpson at 5.30. <laughs> Homer checks his watch again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, a 5.30. And I'll take care of it. And just pours water all over his yeah. keyboard. <laughs> to the horror of Frank. Yeah. yeah, we go from there to Homer back in the lunchroom, eating his lunch. And Frank Grams is like, God, it's disgusting. It's like, it's like a pig. And is like, no, it's more like a duck. <laughs> just <laughs> swallowing food whole. <laughs> I like, I like it this bit. Obviously, when Frank Grimes is talking to Lenny and Carl, I think it's at this bit as well. Or is it this bit? Um, yeah. It's, it, it, they talk to, he talks to Lenny and Carl a couple of times, but each time he talks to them, he gets more progressively, like, just surprised that nobody's really clicked on yeah. to who Homer is and, like... Why so useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he when he's introducing his degrees, obviously, this is a before what you mentioned there, um... He's like, oh, yeah, this is where I keep my nuclear physics degree. I'm sure you've all got one. And, like, Lenny and Carl, who are obviously smart people, like, oh, yeah, we've got our degrees. Homer, though, <laughs> Homer just turned up the day the plant opened. <laughs> um, but that's obviously where it starts. And yeah. then you see them later, and they're all eating food. Homer's like, I don't even know what a pow- nuclear powder plant was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a powder plant was. I like the bit how Lenny introduced himself. He goes, I'm Lenny. This is Carl. That's Homer. I'm Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so where Homer's eating, goes to take a swig of sulfuric acid by mistake. Frank Grimes knocks it out of his hand and burns the wall down. It's like, you idiot, you almost drank sulfuric acid. It's like, God, my face would have been red. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you nearly died, you idiot. (laughs) Then Mr. Burns walked past and goes, Who did this to my beautiful wall? And uh, Homer just goes, He did. (laughs) (laughs) But it's awful though, because like, Homer, Homer's such a, he's, he's not only a dope, he's like, (laughs) <laughs> just does everything to not get in trouble. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. That's I the I love parts. the way he'll, he'll just sell anyone out just to, like... <laughs> even his family at times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just to protect themselves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one little comment before that as well. Uh, Frank Grimes says, I caught him asleep the other day in a nuclear suit on a coat hook. <laughs> Lenny's like, yeah, you had three beers at lunch. That'd make anyone sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. This is, this is the world of Springfield, isn't it, where nobody really clicks onto him stupid homer is until the film <laughs> but yeah. like that's it's it fully shows in this episode doesn't it where yeah people just haven't clicked they just on. drive people mad kind of thing yeah it's like frank grimes is almost like the the human looking into springfield yeah. and just seeing what's going on with homer and how he's just managed to just get away with absolute murder for just years yeah uh just one little scene i like homer's in the bar telling mo about god this guy at work hates me and stuff and it's like, you need to get an enemies list and add him to your enemies list. And he shows him his one. And Barney takes a look at it and goes, wait a minute, this is Richard Nixon's enemies list? <laughs> You've just crossed out his name and put yours. And Mo takes it back and goes, just add Barney Gumball. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. Yeah. yeah, so I go from there to Homer trying to make up with Frank Grimes. He invites him around for dinner <laughs> to come around for some lobster. <laughs> and uh, do, do you remember the scene at all? Yeah. Uh, he invites him around and... Uh, Frank Grimes is like, well, what is it, Simpson? I'm on my way to my night job at the, uh, you know, wherever, wherever it is, the foundry or something. And it's like, yeah, I just invited you around for dinner, meet my family, uh, my beautiful wife, Marge. My son, Bart, owns a factory downtown. Uh, my son, Lisa, uh, my daughter, Lisa, with a 159 IQ or something. Yeah. And Frank Grimes just loses it. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that he's obviously cooked lobster, lobster for Frank Grimes to come over. And lobster is obviously the, the poshest thing you can sort of cook. But Frank Grimes almost takes that as... 
<laughs> like, yeah. oh, I've just popped around and you're having lobster for the tea, yeah. you? I just happen to be having lobster it's the in way your you, palace. When you're just walking out, it's like, you live in a palace, you've got a beautiful wife, a kid with a factory downtown, and <laughs> lobster for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I love the way yeah. he barges out. It's like, Simpson, you're what's wrong with America. You know, you're everything yeah. that's wrong. He barges out. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> it's the way the family look at Homer and go, Meh. Yeah, it's got, yeah. kind of got a point. <laughs> yeah, so then we go from there right to the end where... To show him up, he, inv- he puts him into a power plant, a, a power plant design competition. Uh, this is a classic scene in The Simpsons. Yeah, puts him into a power plant design competition, uh, which Homer then goes on to win. <laughs> and yeah, it's just just amazing. Into uh, Frank Grimes has a complete meltdown. I love, anything- oh, sorry. I love the fact that he won it. Like he had that little German kid. Is he Jim? And, and he's got yeah, this like proper him, yes. futuristic uh, power plant idea, and it looks amazing. But Burns gives it to him because it's basically his power plant, but with flaps on the side. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, the power, it... and, a, and, a, and a speed stripe down the yeah. middle. <laughs> Added flaps for wind resistance, and this race this trap is quite. Yeah. <laughs> with the way Mr. Burns goes, yeah, <laughs> but like, just doesn't click on whether it's yeah, just... Homer, the safety officer of the plant, mm. and oh, um, so it's it's this is what I mean where. The, Frank Grimes is like, he's won a child's contest, and like Lenny yeah. and Colin is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a contest for children. Yeah, and Homer beat the brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he goes on a meltdown around the plant, just going. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to the toilet without washing my hands and going back to work, but it's okay because I'm Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, he, he obviously ends up dying because he he pulls some highly dangerous like yeah. electrical wires. But, but it's okay because I'm Homer. <laughs> <laughs> but it obviously cuts to the funeral. And then it's Homer snoring at the funeral. He yeah. just fell asleep. I love Never that. On. Like even like he's going down, being laid into the yeah. floor, into the ground. Homer's like, change the channel, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> but then everyone's like, that's Homer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, it's yeah. great. What, what an episode. It's amazing. All right, uh, let's move on to the Simpsons film. Yep. Are we happy with that? Um, okay, I've got a synopsis for us. The combination of Homer. His new pet pig and a leaky silo full of excrement triggers a disaster that threatens not just Springfield, but the entire world. (laughs) An angry mob descends on the Simpson home, splitting the family. With Earth's fate in the balance, Homer sets out on a quest for redemption in order to save the world and earn Marge's forgiveness. So that's the synopsis of the film, which gives quite a lot away. That's essentially the plot of the film, isn't it? The entire plot. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I really like the film. Um, it was, I, I really like it. Was it your first time watching it? It was, yeah. So, I, I like, I, I enjoyed it. It felt, it felt like a long episode. Now, like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I do really like it. But I remember when I first watched it, I thought it lost something when it was like when it left Springfield. I just, mm. you know what I mean? I didn't, think, <clears throat> didn't feel like it felt like The Simpsons after that so much. But yeah, yeah, no, like. Um, for me, all the big laughs come like before they leave Springfield, kind of thing. I think with most films, though, all the, the not all, but the majority of the laughs are towards the start of the film. Yeah, and then it starts obviously getting more serious or yeah, when the more plot, dramatic. The, the plot kicks in, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the film a lot. Um, I liked the idea of having the dome come down. Yeah. Um, it felt very much like that Stephen King. The, um, yeah, the under the dome. The dome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, did he write the book by that point? I think he did. Did this predate the TV series, Under the Dome? It did. Definitely yeah. the TV series. Definitely. He wrote, it was based on a book, wasn't it, from like 
can you check that, Joel? Um, I know that Under the Dome. I'll get. I'll get the name I, of the book. I know. Book. I know. Under um, the Dome definitely uh, came after the film. That's yeah, the show de- did. Yeah, definitely. But Just the book. I'm wondering whether. Yeah. Uh, Under the Dome, the novel. I'm gonna guess 2005 came out in. Is your guess 2005? Yeah. 2009. Oh, so it's after. Yeah. No, so did even the novels after? Oh, so right. oh, I did not know that. So, so this, uh, I, I thought the Dawn was a reference to. I, I, I did. Yeah, I just assumed it was like a play on the Stephen King. I actually but, thought it was a reference. Yeah. <laughs> so Stephen King's novel is a reference to the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got the idea from this. That's actually quite interesting. Like that. He, he there must have been the idea before of dropping a dome over somewhere. There I, must that, have that been. Genuinely, he, Stephen King genuinely could have got the idea from The Simpsons. I, can, I imagine it takes more than a couple of years to write a novel, Stephen King novel. Oh, can I, you imagine? Don't, I don't know his, his latest novels. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely churning these out now. Can you imagine him like in 2007 going, I've nearly finished my book like about like Under the Dome, and then he watches The Simpsons film, and it's like, they've done my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just quickly go on to that? Like, I'm not a big fan of Stephen King's books anymore. They don't, don't seem great anymore, but he writes two a year, and that, for me, is why they might not be so great. He's doing too many. You know, like, he's got a book contract for two a year. Just calm it down. He's actually do... got a contract for two a year? Yeah. Whoever written that contract needs to get the red check. Well, he, he must be getting paid a fortune for it, but it's too much. You know no, what I mean? No, like, like if, if, I, if like there was an offer, like, I think one every two years might just be okay yeah and the book would be a lot better i imagine yeah, if it's yeah, time on it kind of thing you yeah. can't spend six months on a book i think he's wrote like three mr mercedes books in the last three years as mm. well as three other books as well yeah yeah right. sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah just to give you give some background on where the film is and like goes the film starts off with green day performing in springfield yeah. It was them playing themselves as well. Yes, wasn't it? yes. Yeah, they go down like the Titanic, don't they? <laughs> At the memorial for Green Day, who've died in the film. Um, Grandpa Simpson has a sort of religious moment, or, you know. In he... the church, right at the beginning. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So he has, he has a moment and he basically predicts like something's going to happen and well, everybody's. E bar, E bar, something. Yeah, and um, like. Like a monster with like a thousand eyes or whatever. And curly tail. Yeah, and Marge is obviously trying to figure it out like over the next few days. And um, this is where Spider Pig, Spider Pig turns up. Oh, um, how do you guys feel about Spider Pig? I'm not too fussed on Spider Pig. Like that was the big advertising gimmick at the time, like the Spider Pig, mm-hmm. Spider Pig thing. And I was always like, there's, there's funniest stuff than this in the film. I don't get why the. Uh... I prefer Harry Plopper. <laughs> Plopper. It had a little uh, scar as well, didn't it, and stuff and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the Spider Pig thing was because it was the same summer as Spider Man Three. Possibly, yeah. Like, so like they're just getting on the, the Spider Man bandwagon kind of thing. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. So basically, Homer adopts a pig, <laughs> uh, fills a silo up of the pig's excrement because he's not yeah. been dumping it properly. Uh, well, and, and also some of and his, his own, own yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> was like, okay um, Lisa at this point is uh, is canvassing to save the lake because she's met, she's met that Colin fellow or whatever his name yeah is. she meets Col- I, think, I think it's Colin um, like some Irish child who is also canvassing to save the environment oh god yeah, um, yeah. but they, they basically put through a, no, a motion to stop dumping in the lake because it shows a few people dumping certain things in there. So it's like the likes of, is it Mr. Burns? 
Yeah. It was one of Mr. Them. Burns, the crazy cat ladies. Washing like, the cats. cats in there. <laughs> and uh, Mo dropping off the bottles with Barney in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm home. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're all dumping in there and the lake's getting more and more polluted. So anyway, they end up dropping loads of signs there saying, do not pollute, like do not drop your waste here, all this. And Homer, because the donut place is 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 shutting down and giving away free donuts. Oh yeah, he goes there first. Yeah, he gets he gets the call off Lenny. He's like, oh, but it's insane. They've, they're giving away free donuts. It's closing down. And you're a chief wigger in the background. He ends up shooting his own hat off because... He's got he's, donuts on the gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Homer had promised Marge that he has to dump it properly. Yeah. And he doesn't. He just jumps in the lake. But it's the final straw because they said earlier, one more piece of anything that goes in that lake is, is just going to ruin it. And dumps the silo in there causes uh, a squirrel to mutate into a hideous monster yeah, with um, a million eyes yeah <laughs> and so Ned comes across it with Bart and oh Ned- yeah at this point um, Bart's kind of like he's, he's, he's kind of realising that he wants Ned as his father isn't he yeah because he, he's sick of having Homer so oh, yeah. belittle him it also shows him earlier on in the episode where he goes fishing with Ned. Oh, is it earlier or later? I don't know. But he goes fishing with Ned and he ends up like dropping Ned's fishing pole in the water. And he, he start he, he has this reflex to start the strangle yeah. animation. <laughs> and he's like, wait, you're not strangling me. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, that was good. So yeah, he builds up quite quite the unlikely relationship with Ned because... Yeah. You know, he, Ned he, is like the perfect sort of even, dad almost. Even Ned's uh, own children are like, no, well, don't cut this out. Come on, stop yeah. it. There's yeah. a bit at the end with Rod and Todd that I love. Like, we'll come back to later. Yeah, okay. So the EPA find yeah. this squirrel. Uh, that's the United States Environmental Protection Agency. Oh, this this is just after uh, Bart starts poking out all the eyes, isn't it? Yes. Starts poking them out, and the EPA come along and go, <laughs> poke one more eye, and it's a federal offence. <laughs> um, so Russ Cargill, who's the head of the EPA, gives yep. gives uh, unthinkable options to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, who's Five the, options, wasn't it? Yes, uh, the US president. Basically, to keep the town's pollution can, like contained. And they come up with the idea of dropping a large glass dome over the top of. I mean, you say come up with an idea. He, he he puts five options in front of him, and he says like pick one. And he's like number three. He's like, oh, you, you should probably read them. And he's like, no, number three. I'm the president. <laughs> I pick three. Yeah, was <laughs> and, and I was elected to lead, uh, not to read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and he basically picks number three, which is the big dome. <laughs> it's quite and it's quite cinematic as well how they fly it over. They just have loads of helicopters. Yeah, on it and just fly it and drop it over Springfield. Yeah, which drops it right outside Homer's like back garden. Um, and yeah, so the, at this point they're under the dome. They're they're all locked away. They've been they've been contained so that whatever's gone on there doesn't get out. Maggie finds a hole in the sand pit. She's just like bounced up and down, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, thing, um, yeah. But it leads to one of my favorite moments in the film, which is Marge spots Maggie on the other side of the dome and goes to <laughs> grab Homer. Comes back outside and Maggie's like back in the garden. Marge is just she just knows she saw Maggie on the other side of the dome. And Homer's there, and he basically says, "Oh, puts his arm around Marge. Is, is like, <clears throat> oh, this dome can, you know, they can play tricks on you. It can play tricks on the mind." And then he spots his own reflection in the dome, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, 
I'm outside of the dome. <laughs> and then he turns around and goes, see you later, suckers. He's like, I'm, a, I'm free. And he just obviously runs off into the distance in the reflection. But he just ends up running back into the yeah, house. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> uh, so that that made me proper chuckle. That bit. That you you um, just reminded me of a scene a bit earlier on in the film. I don't, I don't know if it's meant to be like the most funniest of scenes, but it was there. Uh, as the dome was coming down, there was a guy in the middle of it, and he was like, "It's like, do I go on the out- <laughs> do, I, do I go on the outside and be alone, but be able to do what I want, or do I go on the inside and and I can't remember what he said, but he's, he's, he's so troubled for what to do, he ends up just getting crushed by the dome. <laughs> and I thought that that, that was That's a bit good that was quite funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a big dome comes on um, that none of them can leave, no one can enter Springfield. It's all being kept secret. So it from, shows... from, from them inside, they're kind of conducting their own investigation at yep. this point, aren't they? Um, they basically keep the spring. They they wipe Springfield off the map, basically. So they show a guy in a car, and he's on a map. Uh, it shows a sat nav, and it says Springfield, and it just disappears, <laughs> and the, yeah. the road ends. So it's it's updated it's all like, um, what is it? Next up on your left is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next point. Yeah, so they spend a few months in the dome, don't they? Um, yeah. How did they learn that it was Homer? Oh, they find the thing, don't they, with the initials on it? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they pick the silo up out of the water and it's the property of Homer Simpson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have mob justice, basically, yeah. and Homer notices a glow of light coming towards the house and it's just it's everybody with with torches coming to basically murder Homer. I think it's it was a big deal <clears> at the time because it's like everyone from every episode ever in that shot oh, marching yeah. towards the house kind right, of thing. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, they, they burn the house down. Oh, sorry, they try and burn the house down. Uh, yeah. They go inside. Break inside in. I, I, I love this, though, before they get to the house and he's like, I, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's, he's saying something. And he, and he mentions Grandad and he's like, oh, oh no. That's my favourite bit of this, the... Go yeah. on, if, if you know what I'm on about. Then. This is probably my, my funniest laugh in the film. This Just before that, he's trying to keep people out by going, stay back, I've got a chainsaw. <laughs> it's like, rum, rum. <laughs> and they, they aren't fooled by that in the end, but uh, he's trying to lie to Marge, just to like make this, a this reason why they can't get in the house. And it's like, they can't do that, they'll take Maggie. And they're like, no, Maggie's upstairs or whatever, she's fine. Well, well, they'll, they'll kill Grandpa. And you hear Grandpa going, I'm part of them that, <laughs> This is a bit that I was going to say. Oh, that's my favourite bit of the film. That, that I love that. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so to fast forward, they're, they're in the treehouse because they've managed to get across. Um, this, this is after they've been like literally like chased out of the house. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, and and like, the pigs double-crossed them as well. When they were climbing over oh, a plank, yeah. Homer's like, don't, don't push that plank. And the pig just pushes the plank. Yeah. <laughs> they all fall out. Like, like, and before they're in the treehouse as well, like, well, um, like, the rest are in the treehouse, and um, Homer's like just there in the noose, just like <laughs> gets himself stuck in a noose. Doesn't he's, he's literally stuck there with his arm and his head in the noose, just like, oh, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So they start rocking the tree back and forth, and they're, they're going to try and get the Simpsons. Maggie ends up trying to tell them, just dive into the sandpit with me, and so she does and pops out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the rest of the family jump in. Then Homer jumps in. <laughs> I love that. Homer gets stuck with his middle fingers up in the air. Always goes down like that. <laughs> you don't see that very often on The Simpsons. You can yeah. only get away with that 
and the nude Bart on a film, I reckon. You can yeah. only get away with those two things. Um, but when his head's still exposed, they're like, quick, scratch his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an arrow gets lodged in there as well. Yeah. That, yeah. that red arrow of Nelson, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nelson painted an arrow red so he knew which one he'd killed. <laughs> Quite like that. So they end up getting out. And... I, I, I love the fact, though, that like he basically creates this giant black hole. Um, when yeah, he pulls goes... everything into it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So the Simpsons basically flee to Alaska. Um, they do, yeah. Yeah, they make a stop. Not, not before we have the, the, the funny little uh, scene with Lisa and Colin. Oh, yes. Um, through the glass, and he's trying to um, sing her a song. But he ends up just writing the uh, the notes on the the window, <laughs> and I, I think Bart tries to say something, and she's just she's she's about to say like, "Oh, I never thought I'd have the most perfect moment in my life." Bart comes along. I can't remember what he says, but um, well, he says Lisa's got a boyfriend or something like that. That was it, and she just basically sparked him out, and it's like <laughs> the most perfect moment. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, so they end up going. They get they get to Alaska. So on the way, they end up picking up some money. Um, go to a motel. I, I love that. Um, he's got the map of Alaska in front of him, and he's like, "Ah, it's amazing." <laughs> and, and then they pull the map away. And it's just a shit town. <laughs> um, but this is after like they've um, nearly crashed because he's put the map in front of them all. Yeah. But then they end up in front of this amazing. Pissed, yeah, picturesque version yeah, for of you. Yeah. To find out the, the, the photo was real. Like it yep. was, it's a real place. Um have we gone past the, the gas station bit yet or was we, that on the way there? I think it was probably. There's like a wanted post for the Simpsons. Oh god, oh, yeah. Was, so yeah, they change yeah. it a little yeah. bit and there's actually a family that looks just like you around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when like um Marge is in there isn't she? and she's like, I want some diapers and he turns around like, No, no, I don't want diapers, I want I want um women's combs or something. <laughs> and she's like, No, 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 I definitely don't want that, I want I want this and it ends up she just buys a shit ton of uh, yeah. jerky, beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I want loads of beef jerky. <laughs> yeah so in in alaska they, they're making a new life for themselves like they've, they've escaped springfield yeah basically back at springfield they're trying to break the glass to get out of the dome and a crack appears and so this is after they threw pies and uh, and blue bubbles at it and yeah, yeah. bubbles were blown at it <laughs> um yeah arnold schwarzenegger basically gets uh manipulated into ordering the town's destruction so he chooses well, option four. It gives him five options, doesn't he? And then he's like, um, I don't know, two, and he's like, a bit higher. Um, five? <laughs> like, a bit lower? Three? <laughs> um, and, then, and, and he ends up basically saying four. And um, four is the destruction of Springfield. Yep. So the Simpsons get onto this by seeing a TV advert starring Tom Hanks, saying, yeah. like, basically, are you bored of the Grand Canyon? <laughs> We've got a new one. Um yeah, and that's where they figure out they're gonna bomb uh, the the, the Springfield. Springfield and, and make a new Grand Canyon, yeah, like, yeah. like a brand new one. Yeah, that's um, good. yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. Speaking of like the location of where Springfield is as well, I like the fact that when Ned takes Bart up to the top of the mountain earlier this. on, they name four states which are nowhere near each other. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, look from up here, you can see Maine. You can like you can yeah. see these. Just keep uh, keep them guessing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. That's the thing about Springfield. It's not actually like you have no idea where this is supposed yeah. to be. 
Yeah. But even then they said they oh what did the 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 way they said where the new Grand Canyon was they said it was like it's south of it's it's east of Shelbyville and south of nowhere else <laughs> or something like that. They do a thing in the show where Marge is giving the address on the phone and she's like uh it's you know whatever Springfield Ohio mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah basically the rest of the family other than Homer want to go back and save Springfield. Yeah. Homer refuses because they tried to kill him. And likes his new life, yeah. Yeah, likes likes his new life in Alaska. Marge ends up taking the kids and leaving Homer because Homer's been at Eskimos, which is the bar, which <laughs> is the bar in Alaska. Um, he was playing Grand Theft Walrus. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's, that's what he was yeah. playing. Comes back and Marge has taped over the wedding tape, which I thought was quite like poignant, quite a poignant moment, yeah. like quite quite a heartfelt part of this this film. Well, the most heartfelt part. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's definitely the, 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 the turning point in yeah. the entire movie, wasn't yeah. it? So Homer basically ends up, to, to cut a long story short, he goes through an epiphany with the help of uh, a native Alaskan who's... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that bit. Though. What did he call her? Boobs or something? Boobs or something, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, <laughs> thank you, boobs. <laughs> um, yeah, so he has his, his, his epiphany which you get one of the, it's a sequence where his body just basically pops apart and he goes, wait a minute, to save myself, I have to save Springfield. And that's where he knows. He's getting it. slapped about by some trees and stuff, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Quite, yeah. But, yeah. Like, I think it kind of calls back to it at the end of the film as well, where like, there's a weird, like that. The, there's a bit of a wind in a tree. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that at the end, I guess. But. Uh, yeah. So Marge and the kids end up getting caught by the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, They wake up to be found dumped inside Springfield. So they're they're back at Springfield, and they come across Mo, who's got a traffic cone on his head, and he's proclaimed (laughs) the leader of Springfield. (laughs) So after three months or four months, however long it had been, the whole place had gone to ruins. What do you call himself? Like the Grand Master of Springfield? Yeah, something like that. Then you hear Barney or something saying, like, like, um, I don't think so, or something like that. It's like... I can't remember what he says, but he's self-proclaimed, like... Oh. Self-proclaimed Emperor of Springfield. Emperor of Springfield, <laughs> and Barney's like, um, yeah, I don't think so, or something like that. Uh, and then... Yeah. Go on. Uh, I was going to say, this is where they get notified that a bomb is going to be, you know... Gonna it's, it's literally inserted through a big um, hole in the ceiling, yeah. and it's hung on a string for them as well, <laughs> just, 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 just to wind them up a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Just to give that, just to give them that option to climb out as well. Yeah. So as they're trying to climb out, Homer has made his way to Springfield. He's climbed up the side of the dome. Oh God, yeah. And whilst whilst a lot of Springfield were about to get to freedom to get out of the dome, <laughs> Homer trying to save the day <laughs> flies down the rope, knocking everybody off. <laughs> um, yeah. So at that point again, he, he's he's messed up again, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he's doomed Springfield it's, it's, for a second pro- time. Proper heartfelt after this, though, isn't it? Like this whole Homer bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he ends up he he reconciles with Bart, who. This is the bit that it, like it was proper heartfelt. This 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 like got me like teary eyed almost. Well, let's, let's we'll build up to it. Uh, Bart ended up trying to find the Flanders because he didn't want to spend his last moments with his family. Yeah. He wanted to spend it with Ned, uh, and he wanted to feel what it was like to have like a real dad. Um, so yeah, he goes outside, doesn't he? And Homer's grabbed a motorbike, which he rode earlier on in the film, or you know, he rode 
our bike. Um, yeah. Grabbed the bomb with the plan of riding up the sides of the dome, which he'd done earlier on in the film, uh, to throw the bomb outside to save Springfield. And so he stops off by bar asking, do you want to... He basically says, I'd like to spend my final moments with my son kind of thing. And uh, and, and Bart's like, I kind of want to spend it with my with a real dad <laughs> and I think I think Homer's reaction is basically like well you can hold the bomb <laughs> <laughs> he takes him up on it doesn't he and, and he, 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 he says he just gets me <laughs> please I hope one of you guys have got the, the the Flanders reaction to this with Rod and Todd I can't remember what it is now but it's, it's hilarious oh, I no I honestly don't know like Rod and Todd make some comment about it in a Flanders tells me to like shut up or something, but it's an amazing quote, but I can't think now what it is. I actually don't remember a quote from Rod oh. and Todd at that point. So I try to try and find it all. I mean, if you want to try and do that, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find that John. No, we'll just keep going, guys. Uh so they end up riding up the sides of the dome. Yep. Uh, Homer and Bart. Throw the bomb out. Quite quite a nice moment with them two together, like Well they're, they're having like a bit of a bonding moment, aren't they? And then like I think Marge shouts up goes, Someone throw the bomb out <laughs> <laughs> So they get rid of the bomb, uh, and basically save Springfield. Yep. Um Titus for a while done before it bounces out like the, Yeah, uh, like a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> uh so it basically shatters the glass and everybody survives except dr nick riviera Mm. he does he's been crushed by a giant shard of glass i don't know if he's dead dead. i think i think that's the last time you see him is that i I didn't check up on it uh, i I think just before it one person says like ah that was at least no one got hurt yeah and then it just cuts to nick just like dr nick just being like goodbye everybody (laughs) everybody. (laughs) uh yeah so Anyway, the head of the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, Cargill, he arrives and he's about to shoot Homer. He's he's got a shotgun aimed at him, but Maggie ends up knocking him unconscious with a boulder. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much the end of the film. The, yeah. Homer's the the Simpsons house had obviously disappeared down a sinkhole earlier on, yeah. and the last sort of few scenes are them rebuilding the whole town and rebuilding the Simpson house. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's that's the film. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I think it's good. Yep. Uh, it's got good reviews on the likes of Rotten Tomatoes. As we've discussed, it, a 6 out of 10 gives you a positive mark on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Um, you mentioned that Empire gave it 2 out of 5. I think yes. that's what I had in my head, thinking it was like a negative mm. reaction when it came out. I can give it 2 out of 5, I don't know. I mean, it's perfectly fine, isn't it? Like a, yeah. As I a mean, film. I mean, we could just jump onto ratings. Uh, yeah. Have okay. we got any, got any other, anything else we want to talk about on it? No, no I, think I, I think I'm done. The only thing I really wanted to cover was the, they are considering doing a second one. See, I've, I've, I've seen news about this like over the past couple yeah. of years and I do feel like it now is probably a good enough time, good, as good as any time to for them to do a Simpsons mm. sequel movie. And I mean, like, like I say, like I, I was never a big fan of the series. I, I enjoyed the f- movie, um, and and I'd, I'd definitely be up for a sequel movie. Like, that. I'm shocked they never did one sooner. To be honest, like it made so much money and stuff for the film when it came out. Like I thought they'd have churned I mean, out. A I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it yeah. definitely confused me because like after they did the Simpsons movie, they did after they were all straight to DVD, but they did four 
Futurama movies, so yeah, they um, weren't they were nowhere near oh, yeah. as big as this though. This yeah. is a Goliath like compared to those true. ones. Theatrical, this one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. were they just like straight on TV or something? The, the, yeah, well, straight into DVD. So. Box office yeah. for this was five hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. What the hell for a cartoon? Like, uh, the budget was seventy-five million. So if you imagine, yeah. imagine the turnover on that. Yeah, you don't have to imagine it. The figures. All right, let's. Before we do rent, can I just chuck out that quote I mentioned? Yes. Uh, at the very end, after Homer drives off with Bart on the bike, Todd goes, I wish Homer was my father. And Ned goes, And I wish you didn't have the devil's curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do actually remember. Yeah, that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah rather, rather than go on too long, let's, let's, should we do our ratings for it? We yep. talked a lot about The Simpsons today. Um, I'll start. I, I'm going to give this film a four. Just because of the relevance of The Simpsons in in culture, uh, how much that I've not watched The Simpsons recently, but then watching this film, thoroughly enjoying it, and feeling just like I'd never not watched it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I felt like I'd just jump back straight onto watching The Simpsons again. Like it was, you know, like not a nostalgic thing because it's ne- The Simpsons never went away, but like putting an old pair of slippers on or something like yeah. that. Even though I don't wear slippers. <laughs> but that's the sort of feeling I got from the film. And yeah. funny, liked it, didn't think it was too drawn out. Uh, it was bits I thought plodded along. Uh, Marge, I think, was a particularly good character in this one. I don't really like Marge, but I think the, the acting on it was good. She yep. developed a lot in this. Um, when you see acting, like... Was it just the animation that was? No, good? no, the delivery. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the delivery of like Marge. No, I mean I agree. Like I, I think the voice acting was yeah. amazing. Like, you, you mentioned the animation as well. The animation was, was no. That's was what I mean. Like the, well. the 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 way that that the the uh, animation in the uh, the Marge scenes like that like proper got me like thinking. Well, not thinking. But the you, good scene with the Disney characters as well, where all all the Disney influenced characters come in, fly in through the window. And basically get Marge and Homer ready for a, a yeah, moment, yeah. and then it's the look of horror on the face yeah. after they realise what they've done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they were they were just my thoughts on the film, really. Um, yeah, really liked it. I'm the same, four out of five. Really like it. It's not the best Simpson stuff ever, but it's perfectly good enough for a film. Yeah. So probably I, one of the best like TV to movie transitions I think that's, that's happened, kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, four yeah. out of five. You, Nick. I mean, you know, I've, as I've said earlier, I'm not the biggest fan of Simpsons, but like before you even said your ratings, four out of five was in my head. Yeah. And like, I, th- I, think, I think coming from someone who doesn't even like the Simpsons, four out of five is definitely a good rating for me. I don't yeah. think you can dislike this film. No, no, it, it, it's a really good film. Like, yeah. I actually really enjoyed the film. Um, like you say, the Marge bits, like proper got me. Um, I want to say going, but that's not what I'm trying to say. My jets you going does. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it got it gave me the feels. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, 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 you always knew there was going to be like the happy ending to the film, so yeah. it, it didn't fully get me. But when she tapes over the video and basically says to make this point, exactly, I've taped over our yeah. wedding video. It's like, exactly, oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really good film. I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, far, far. nice one. You wrap, wrap up then. Uh, social yeah. media, Nicholas, who is that? Me, it's you, yeah, it's your bit. We're on Twitter, yeah. if anyone cares, and um, we're on Twitter at DST Podcast. Um, we're also 
on Instagram at don't spoil the ending. Search it. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on Don't Spoil the Ending on Instagram. Um, we're on Facebook. You can search Don't Spoil the Ending or the URL is facebook.com slash DST podcast. Um, John, we have an email, do we not? Yeah, don't spoil the ending at gmail.com. Um, I personally am at DST Nick on Twitter, that is. Yep, I'm, yeah, it's Joe at Twitter. On you. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at Taylor1980. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, uh, been a good show, guys. Talked a lot of Simpsons. Yep. Um, the, what, the the biggest TV show? I'd say so. Yeah. Well, so best, biggest animated TV show. So what, 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 what are we calling this again? It's the... Uh... Simpsons 31st episode spectacular. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it spectacular or extravaganza? Extravaganza, maybe. I'm not, yeah. not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll uh, find out soon, I'm sure. Let's 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 finish it off here. Yeah. Worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll we'll speak to you again next week. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.